Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Summer Movie Club. I am your host, Zach Weiss, but please, when you introduce me, introduce me as Joker. And I'm here with my co-host, as always, the birthday boy, the big 3-0, Adam Weiss. Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Uh, Zach. Today, we're continuing Nov Joke member. I forgot what we were calling it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I, I wrote it. In the tweet is no Joker remember no, no Joker member. No it joke. made me keep saying no joke remember. No Joker remember. Um, so yeah, we're, we're continuing no Joker remember with um, uh, uh, last was it 2019's yes Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin. and uh, pro, oh, hold on because this uh, I, I'll Joking. admit my my computer is not working currently so I'm working off. My oh, phone's got Robert got De Niro, yeah, uh, Murray Franklin. We got my, I think my favorite name ever, Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. <laughs> um, uh, we have Francis Conroy, Brett Cullen as Thomas Wayne. You got uh, Shea Wingham and Bill Camp as the detectives. Um, I feel like Bill Camp is in everything nowadays. A, a lot of um, miniseries, like he's been in. Um, uh, we're, I think I'm thinking of the right person. He was in. He's in the, the Queen's. He's in the Queen's Gambit. He's in the, he's in the Outsider. He's in um, Monsterland. Uh, is he who I'm thinking of? Was he in the night? Uh, he was in the night of, I think. But there's two people from the night of that I always get confused. He, yeah, I what, think he's the one I'm thinking of. What yeah. year was the night of? He's in it. I'm looking at it now. Uh, Dennis Fox. 2016 um yeah uh uh directed by todd phillips who i think i i equate tom todd phillips i think of him on the same scale as adam mckay nowadays because they came for they both have similar stories not so much for todd phillips now todd phillips is just in the beginning of it i feel like whereas adam mckay is more of a little bit more established but they both were um comedy guys Todd Phillips, like, like R-rated comedies. Yeah, they they came out of the the you know the the frat pack era of of movie comedies, where um, uh, R-rated movies like movie comedies like old school and stuff like that started um, becoming uh, big money makers. Let me just pull up his directorial. Um, he did the Hangover movies. He did. Uh, old school. He did Road Trip. He did Starsky and Hutch. Uh, he then turned into a bit more drama with War Dogs in 2016 before taking over Joker. But let me tell you about the Todd Phillips project I am most excited about. Yeah, I just saw this and I was like, let's not talk about any of that bullshit. Let's talk about the announced thing that he's doing. It's in production. Not even just announced. It's happening. Nice. He is directing the as of yet untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. I imagine it's going to be called Brother. Oh, uh, fuck, I hope so. Starring Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Um, I'm uh, either going to say it's called Brother, or didn't he come out to... uh, Real American? It's got to be called Real American. Yeah, I could say Real American or Brother would be... Or Hogan Knows Best. Um, that Todd a nice ring to it. Phillips <laughs> was nominated for a directing Oscar. This movie ended up with, uh, uh I'll, I'll get back to the writer in a second in case you think I'm skipping it, Adam. I just am jumping around a bit. Uh, you better not forget him. Uh, this movie was nominated for, let's count them off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
eight, nine, ten, eleven Academy Awards. It won two, one for Best Actor for Joaquin Phoenix, and one for Best uh, Achievement in Music Written for Motion Picture Score. Um, before we get past to pass it, the movie was written by Todd Phillips and Scott Silver, whose claim to writing fame he wrote. He was nominated for an Academy Award for The Fighter. The um, which comes up actually more often, I think we realize on this podcast because we talk about Mark Wahlberg's awful how Christian Bale had a better uh yeah. Boston accident in that movie than um than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, he also wrote uh Eight Mile, uh, The Mod Squad, and uh, The Finest Hours we were talking about before we started. We don't remember it, it appears to be a Coast Guard movie. Adam, I don't think va- we ever it seems vaguely familiar though. Uh, but he also has a writing credit for the untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. Oh, I guess they're friends now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there's also um, crit, writing credits to Bob Kane, Bill Finger, and Jerry Robinson for characters created by, yeah. uh, of course, uh, created in within the comic book uh, DC universe. Can I ask um, you a question about this movie? Yeah. Does Martin Scorsese have anything to do with this movie? No, but if you... Look at the list of movies that Todd Phillips claims influenced this movie. It's a lot of Scorsese. It's like Taxi Driver and okay. King, uh, not a King, uh, King Comedy, uh, like the that uh, that eighties, like early late seventies, early eighties Scorsese, and it definitely has the feel of it. But it also a lot of that has the feel. I mean, just, let's jump ahead real quick. I'll, we'll, we'll bounce back a bit because I want to talk about uh, last week. I think I, I mentioned I was going to try to track down my Oscar list from last year, and I found it. So I want to touch on that before we deep dive into it. But um, we talked about last time about Gotham and what Gotham City like is a facsimile for and how yeah. the first one, the, the Gotham in, in Batman we watched last week, definitely felt more like New York-y. Yeah. But the, the, the Nolan trilogy feels more, like you had mentioned, like the, the, the geographically with the three rivers and the bridges and the, and the third one feel, has a Pittsburgh feel, but overall has more of a Chicago feel than a New York feel. Mm. Uh, this one is definitely uh, late seventies, early eighties New York. There's no question yeah. about where where this is uh, uh, supposed to be set. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick, I want to get some my Oscar. But oh, before you get into that, the reason I ask is because for some reason, like I remember when this movie was first announced, I remember hearing that it was going to be. Like, the, I didn't hear, oh, there's going to be a standalone Joker movie. I heard there's going to be a Martin Scorsese-directed standalone Joker movie. If I'm movie. not mistaken, having read the trivia on some of it, I want to say that might have been, like, it might have been a, a Scorsese-DiCaprio project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I remember. It was supposed to be Scorsese with, with Leonardo DiCaprio uh, leading, mm. which would have been fucking weird. Would it have worked? Do you think? I don't mm-hmm. know. If... With Scorsese directing, yes. With no, with Leonardo DiCaprio. No, that's what I mean. With Scorsese, yes. With DiCaprio, no. I don't think DiCaprio has that. Um, not range because he's he has range. Uh, I just don't think he has that uh, button to press. That yeah, that 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 mildly psychotic button. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, like there's a documentary about Joaquin Phoenix quitting acting and becoming a rapper, which apparently turned out was a complete hoax, which really upset me. Um, <laughs> but um, like uh, Joaquin Phoenix definitely has that. Um, he might be out of his fucking mind, right? 
um, button to button to press. Uh, so just a little backstory on on how I watch Oscar movies. I know it's come up before. I don't know if I've gotten full in depth on it. I try to watch um, every movie nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, Actress, Supporting Actor, Actress, Director, Original Screenplay, and Adapted Screenplay. A lot of it overlaps, so it doesn't end up being you know. 60 movies, but last year it ended up being 18 separate movies that had major category nomination. Uh, at the Jesus. end of all 18 movies, I had Joker ranked number one of all 18. Mm-hmm. So if I had been tasked with solely giving out the uh, Best Picture Oscar, I would have given it to Joker. Uh, having watched the movie again for the first time since watching it. I guess so for the second time, first time since watching it in the the midst of all the other seventeen movies, I would not list it as my number one anymore. What um do you have the list of what one best picture? Was it Parasite? Joker? Parasite, that's right. Um what else was nominated? Joker, Parasite. It was uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Little Women, The Irishman, Ford versus Ferrari, nineteen seventeen, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, and Joker. I would say at this point, again, I have not gone back. I don't think, aside from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which out of the nine movies, I'll I'll, I'll tell you, I read them in reverse order of how I had them ranked. I had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood ranked as my ninth favorite of the Best Picture nominees. That would probably go up a bit now. I've rewatched it. I kind of get more of what he was going for. Um, Still was disappointing in terms of what I thought it could be or was expecting. Yeah. I would probably, so that's the only one between Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are the only two of the nine that I've gone back and watched again. So I can't, I, I, if I watched all of them again, my opinions might change again. But at this point, I would probably bump Joker down to number two and put Jojo Rabbit as my favorite movie of the best pictures. Nominees I, did, sure. I did really enjoy Jojo Rabbit. I think of the movies that you listed just now, I've seen Joker, I've seen Jojo Rabbit, and I've seen like, Maybe 10, 15 minutes of Ford v. Ferrari. Um, I think that's the only – those are the only ones I've seen. I know I, know, I haven't and seen – Oh, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's right. Um, of, so of those four, I would Didn't probably – did you start them, watching you, Irishman? Oh, you know what? That's right. I watched all but the last half hour of Irishman and just Which didn't seems, care enough to go I back. I remember when you told me that. I was like, you put all – 12 hours into watching it and you yeah. don't watch the last half hour seems bizarre yeah i i i, I couldn't be bothered i, I couldn't be bothered was, that's another one i want to go back and watch especially after watching um i was watching goodfellas yesterday well thank god we're doing it for our next live watch <laughs> the irishman <laughs> yeah everybody block out a week yeah everybody we're block doing out. <laughs> we're doing Three a years uh, to watch style that Jerry would be Lewis a good if we been. wanted to do like a charity show where people Listened along, we did it live, and people listened along and uh and donated money. The Irishman would be the Irishman would be the Irishman or um the special edition uh 27 endings added to the Return of the King. We know, I was was, (laughs) you know what I uh shocked me that even now, like as like not a special edition, it's this long. I was on HBO Max and I was adding things to my list. Oh. There's movies on there, the classic movies that I haven't seen that I should have by now. Excuse me, like Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I added Gone with the Wind. And I was like, how long is Gone with the Wind? Three hours and 44 minutes. Really? Yeah. That movie's like... Okay, sneeze. Bless you. Uh, 
<laughs> that movie's like 80,000 years old. They made movies that they could make movies that long back then? It took 75 reels. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. I'm kidding. But um, no, it, it, took, it took all I, the I guess, reels. Like, and it was an event that that even today, I believe I'd have to double check, but up until at least a, a, like a few years ago, uh, adjusted for inflation, Gone with the Wind was still the highest grossing movie of all time. Jesus. Um, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor. On my list, I had him at number one. Uh, the other nominees were Adam Driver, Leonardo DiCaprio, Antonio Banderas, and Jonathan Price. Um, I had uh, Joaquin Phoenix as number one, and I keep him as number one because he, I, uh, he does a great job in this movie. Yeah. Did you... Especially towards the end, when he really like when the the switch flips, mm-hmm. did you pick up on some ledger in there? Um, like things like when he gets up from the desk after being on, well, like when he gets up from the chair after uh, being a, a guest on the and show, like the little dance movie, the little that he does. the little dance he does, the little um, putting yeah, that... down the gun on the desk. See, it reminded me of him fidgeting. Blowing with up the, the hospital, yeah, with the the controller, yeah, to blow up the hospital. And I, like I have that in my notes. So there, he's got a little bit of ledger in there, and I, I'm no. um, not enough to not enough where you're like, oh, he's ripping ledger off. But like, there's little little things there. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into it? But then you also have to think: is it that he has a little bit of ledger in it, or that ledger and Joaquin Phoenix both had a lot of Joker in it? Because maybe yeah, it's true. not. Maybe it's not a, a an actor's choice, but maybe it's just the character living through them. That is, that's true. Yeah. Um, do you want to do the you never you didn't read the, oh, the synopsis? Uh, the the yeah. synopsis. Thank you, thank you for keeping me on track. Hey, Hang man, on a second. I, I gotcha. Uh, I, I have my mind hasn't gone in my old age yet. In Gotham City, mentally troubled Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of spiral of revolution and bloody crime. The path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. Um, getting into it, uh, it was so nice. The movie starts out as David Harbor as a trash man, and um, it turns out that it's not David Harbor as a trash man, but it's all Sesame Street characters as tra- as the trash people, and there's just shitty people in this city. Um, we have a scene. Oh of, no, Adam! I uh, think you watched Burden Ernie getting. No, I uh, think you Ernie... watched a, a a thing, a different thing, Adam. Oh, we were that wasn't what we were covering. No, that was a fuck. That was a thing David Harbor did. This so, is oh, Joaquin this, oh, Phoenix. The, oh, the, okay. This is Joaquin Phoenix. Gotcha. Now I forgot gonna... about that thing until I I literally I I forgot about it until today. And I was like, I'm going to watch that before the podcast. And I literally watched it like two minutes ago. Um, I, thought it, I thought it was very funny, though. Uh, the, the oh, uh, finally, a movie after weeks, it feels like, uh, that doesn't have drawn out nothing credits. Like, yeah, this something's is... happening over the credits, at least. If I'm, if, or was it, did I watch something else where the credits were really short today? Oh, you know what? The credit. I... <laughs> How much are you watching today that you can't. I, um,. Uh, well, I, I have been putting a bunch of shit on for the kids. The um, the the newer animated Grinch movie with Benedict Cumberbatch that, as the I, Grinch. Adam, I, I mean, swear to you, if I, there's a movie in this world I have seen from beginning to end more than the Grinch, I am struggling to 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 think of it because the the opening credits of that are like it's literally just like a something something production and then the movie. Mm. That's it. Um, um, but continue. I wouldn't mind doing a Grinch 
episode because I like that movie. I think they did a good job of what they were what they were going for. The the animated one. Yeah. I mean, there's I problems we, with it. I, like, I, I think we might have a. I think we might have some uh, a blank space. I don't in think. So. I think we got. It, uh, did, hold on. We'll t- we'll talk about it off the air. Uh, no, we have three. Yeah, we have no. We don't. We don't. Right after this, we go into Christmas movies. We got three of them, and then we got a New Year's movie after Christmas. That's what I was thinking of. I, I could. I, we. I thought we had nailed down a New Year's movie, but we did. Um, or did we? We did we? Uh, on paper, we kind of do. All right, well, we'll talk about it later. Off, off the air conversation. Yeah, um, okay. that's that's inside baseball. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to help me, Pete, because I don't I don't have a, a ton of notes. So as always, when I don't have a ton of notes, I kind of don't have a solid. Like I, no. I know I have a point A, point B, point C idea of where the story goes. But if there's minutia in 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 scenes or something that that you need to bring up or you have notes about, make sure you yeah. you let me know. Uh, it starts out with. Um, uh, David Harbour is a trash man. And, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, Joaquin Phoenix is sitting at a mirror applying clown makeup. Uh, does the whole like finger in his mouth thing. Makes himself smile. Makes himself frown. He's crying. We get into it. He's on the street um, advertising a um, a music store. Let me let me pause you for a second. Are clowns such? Are clowns that hot of a commodity? That there's a service that only provides clowns? I'm sure there's at least... Yeah, I'm sure there is. Like, the, you don't see anybody do a birthday party in here, but where do you think clowns for birthday parties come from? That's true. Um, they're not just like... I mean, I'm sure some of them are just independent people, but I'm sure there's also agencies that do, like... Because it's That's probably the same agency. Kind of shit, Nowadays, yeah. it's the same agency that will send you out Elsa or, um, or SpongeBob yeah. to your party. It's true. Um, I like the idea that a store that's going out of business, like a music store that's going out of business, is like, what do we need to draw people in? A fucking clown sign spinner. Get that clown. Get that. Get a clown. Um, send send in the clowns. If you I will. was impressed with his uh, sign spinning skills until they the the who limbs the youths the I the youths no- co- I have a note that just says youths <laughs> the youths come in and, and take his sign and he knocks it the sign down first you can see there's a thing on the back of it oh is there like like a thing you would hold on to I guess and then like it rotates oh, okay around the thing um I will okay so if we're if we were impressed with his sign sk- spinning skills and now we're let down by them we can be impressed by the fact that. He was keeping pace with like some fifteen-year-old kids while wearing goofy-ass clown shoes. That's fucking but, impressive. You know what's interesting though? I noticed when he's running away later at them at Arkham after he steals the file, mm-hmm. he kind of always runs like he's wearing the big shoes. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like he's just um, so well practiced. Yeah, it. he's so well well versed in it that it's it's just his normal. Um, I like the he gets beat up by the kids and there's one the main kid I guess the one that hits him with the sign and actually is instructing like everyone repeatedly and not just once like let's go beat him up come on let's go beat him up <laughs> like, get on top of your people and keep them in order I like it yeah um uh the next note I have he's he meets with the um uh the I guess social worker and he's coughing all over and he's literally office. just just smoking filter there I was like yeah. come on bud. Welcome to, to the filters. Uh, yeah, I I jump all over the place early on here. I didn't take a ton of notes because next thing, my next note is him on the bus. Well, I have a note. I think it's still while he's in the office. He has, um, he's talking. They have his, his journal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for every time I hear somebody say the word journal, I think of the scene in Wet Hot American Summer where Paul Rudd is like, yeah, hold on a minute, I'm just writing my journal. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth Max is like, don't you mean a journal? He's like, whatever, I guess I'm not as smart as you. <laughs> I see there's so much good stuff in that movie that I don't even like remember that scene. Like that even, isn't even one oh, of like, no, the that's, scenes. I, that... For some reason, that line. <laughs> I've been meaning to go back because I was... Uh, uh, I forget what made me remember it, but uh, I've been meaning to go back and watching that and the two, uh, the prequel and sequel series that Netflix did. Yeah. Um, both are, the, the whole thing. I remember watching it because I had heard about it for a while. I, I was late to the Wet Hot American Summer Trade and mm. like watching it going, why did I wait so long on this? This is mm. so yeah, what fucking hot, funny. Wet Hot American Summer might be one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the scene where, like where they go into town and just like fucking oh, and just the, the nonsense that happens, yeah. And like they come back and it's like it's great to get away from camp, even if it's for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's such um, a such a fucking nonsense movie, but I love it. It's 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 great. Um, yeah, for some reason, every time someone says journal, I think of Paul Red going girdle. <laughs> um, he's oh, on the bus. Also- Okay. Before before we skip away, just because um skip away <laughs> skip away, um I joke diary is the name of my new punk band. Oh shit! You know what I I just remembered? I meant to introduce the the podcast differently today. Hmm. I meant to initially introduce it as shouting and frog. <laughs> uh, yes, if anybody is watching the Mandalorian with uh, captions on That's with captions, punk- yeah, they in uh, episode. Uh, Three in, in is it episode three mm-hmm. of season two? Yeah. Uh, the frog, the frog woman character, uh, they're yelling at each other, they're yelling in the frog language, and the things the caption says, yelling in frog, shouting in frog, shouting which, in frog. which I think is better, <laughs> yeah, it's better. Um, uh, yeah, so he's on the bus, he's got, I, I, my, my notes just about how, uh, first oh, wait, off, wait, wait, don't, don't, don't go away, because I'm still on, I'm still on the fucking, I just realized that I still God, have notes. You dragging your feet and talking about frogs. I know, fucking, sorry. Um, I like how she goes, how he's like, oh, I need to increase my meds. And she's like, you're on seven meds, they have to be working. That's not how medications work. <laughs> no, it's not like it's not a quantity over quality. You could be you could be taking like six antidepressants. It's not going to fucking help your blood pressure. <laughs> well, it might, but <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So now I have a well, we're, when he's on the bus. Like, if a dude that looks like that is interacting with my kid on a bus, I'm calling the cops. Um. He's not doing anything wrong. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a jerk. He's, yeah, she she is a, a kid laugh. she is a jerk, but like he's he's creepy looking. Um, the so he gets off the bus and um, we are introduced to what have now been have been dubbed the Joker stairs. Um, you know what I I I gotta give the movie credit. For, I don't know if it was just I wasn't paying enough attention. Um, I didn't even re- remember or realize watching it the first time that he like there's multiple shots of him like grudgingly climbing these stairs and then yeah. the symbol like like it like I don't know if I just didn't pay attention enough or what but watching it this time the first time it happened I was like oh holy shit that makes that end scene that like scene towards the end make much more sense and be yeah. like much more meaningful yeah um but um, I was reading something. Um, the the so the steps are they're actual they're actual steps. 
they connect two streets in New York. There, the the steps themselves are in the Bronx. Um, but I was reading something that at, since the movie, um, the steps have become like a tourist attraction, mm-hmm. and um, people who live in the neighborhood are like furious about it. <laughs> Um, like they've really, like, like it's like of all like all hours of the night. Apparently, people are just like fucking dancing up and down these steps and taking pictures <laughs> and shit. Um, it rem- and it reminded me of uh, 2016, 17. Whenever Pokemon Go, oh god, Zach's logging on. Trying <laughs> to. Um, whenever Pokemon Go came out, um, mm-hmm. a lot of churches are uh, Poke stop or gyms or Poke stops in the game. And I remember seeing a bunch of things of people who bought desanctified churches and converted them into their house. Um, the churches still are gyms and pokey stops, and they were complaining that like people would be basically sitting on their front lawn at like all hours of the night, fucking battling pokey gyms and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got to be like we don't but like like the closest equivalent that we have in like closest to us would be the art museum steps, the art museum steps from Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the, the closest comparison that we have. It's weird that it's also steps. Um, but, you know, we live nowhere fucking near it. But I can imagine, I can imagine, like, people, you know, the people who run the art museum can get uh, annoyed every once in a while when there's motherfuckers constantly running up and down the steps. Um. Yeah, that must get like for like serious art lovers, I guess, at the art museum, they must get yeah. must get older. Like, I'm just trying to see the art. <laughs> I'm just trying to my way. just trying to see some impressionists. Um, what did I write? Oh, he um he's watching the he's watching the Maury not Maury is it Maury Murray Murray Murray. <laughs> Robert De Niro comes out and says, "You're not the father." Um, he's watching the Murray show, and um... oh, we, we skipped past my note because now I have this De Niro thing after. Uh, oh, okay, good. The, 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 the I just it's just, again, it's gonna it's it doesn't make even sense that I kept going. I just like that his, he has laminated brain injury cards. Oh yeah, but also that woman's a jerk. She is a jerk. Um, but yeah, good. I it always I, it always uh surprised me even every time I'm reminded of it that that De Niro's in this movie. Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't. I mean, he's a Scorsese guy, so it makes sense. He's like this is a basically a non-Scorsese directed Scorsese movie, but um, yeah, it always like it's it's it, it just the idea of De Niro in a comic book movie, regardless of the style of the comic book movie, you know? Yeah. Um. He so he's watching the show with um with his mom, and he's fantasizing about him being in the audience of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really like, uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, the, the, him interrupting the show just goes the best way possible. Just It works out gangbusters for him. Um, I think in most situations you would be thrown out. <laughs> um, um, he doesn't do too... He kind, he kind of just laughs and then... Oh yeah, he, no, he does say, we love you, Murray. But you know what, you see, that, you see that on like... Um, uh, Conan O'Brien, when they had audience, like you, like people would yell, like "Oh, we love you, Conan," and stuff like that. And it's yeah. not like it's just, um, like just uh, so everyone's on the same page. Murray is kind of a like a Johnny Carson facsimile, right? Yeah, that's what okay. I would say. That's what I would say. 
Um, um, I just have I have a note specifically just about um, Joaquin Phoenix's um, appearance in the movie. I oh how he lost weight everywhere but his head. I, yeah, I don't like. I don't. He's there's something he's disproportionate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like his hair. His hair bugs. His hair. I don't like him with that hair. Um, I I I made my. I'll my tell f- you what. When I first saw um, shots from the movie before it came out. Um, I I didn't like the way he looked either, but I, it fits. Yeah. Um, I I have a note. My first uh, joke note of the thing is uh, uh, I, I, him slimming down. Uh, looks like he's trying to star in the Machinist, and mm-hmm. then I thought, what would that movie be called? And then it would. I thought the Washinist. <laughs> um, <laughs> I approve. Thank you. Um, I like the oh, fact yeah. that in the next scene, uh, they, he's back at the uh, the business that rents out clowns, um, the clown agency. I think it's called a Clown Depot. Clown Clown Depot. It is. Um, <laughs> the uh, they the the other clowns are talking to him about getting jumped um, mm-hmm. by the kids. One of them just has a spare gun. He's like, oh, just take this, you know? I'm a little up in the air, because even... Like, he gives him this gun, right? And then immediately disavows the fact that he gave him this gun. Is it because the next time we hear about it, it's after he got trouble at the children's hospital and he doesn't want anything to... Like, I feel like... Like, this guy is, is being... Like, trying to be a good friend to him, and then immediately... Um is an asshole about it. Yeah. And I just I'm just I'm just wondering if there's anything I wasn't picking up on or is it just the next time we hear about this gun? I, th- I think it's the because next... he got in trouble with it and he doesn't want anything to do with the trouble. Yeah, I think it, I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, Continue. So, uh Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix gets called into his boss's office and the 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 boss is uh yelling at him because the sign Oh, I, you, I like you, the f- you missed a really good creepiness part. What is it? Of of the character is how they're joking with him as he's walking out of the locker room. Oh, towards the and office. he's laughing, and then just and he's laughing stops with, and on just a dime. stops. That is a that that was I did enjoy that one bit. Um, he gets to his boss's office, and I, there's another creepy bit that you almost made me skip over. The there's a clown underneath the guy's desk, and it's haunting. I <laughs> missed that. Yeah, it's weird. Um. I oh so I was I'm I'm trying I'm reading my note trying to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. I literally just watched this movie like yesterday, um, or today. I can't remember. No, it was yesterday. I don't fucking remember. Um, so he he gets yelled at by his boss. Um, I don't know why, but I think it's funny that like the store that's going out of business provided the sign. Like. <laughs> I just like the fact yeah. that like they're going into business, so what should we do? I feel waste, like as a, waste as what a, little as money we depot, have. Yeah, they should have that. They should have place. like a stockpile of like different kinds of signs. Yeah, like they should have like a grand opening, a going out of business, or something like everything mm-hmm. for a, a sign for every occasion, if you will. I agree. Um, so he is back in his apartment building, mm-hmm. and he um, oh excuse me, gross. He ends up uh, in the elevator. With little Zazzy beats. With Zazzy beats. Um, uh, and so let's 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 dive deep into it because the, he he's not imagining this part. 
No, this Correct. is this, real. This is real. Um, so he says, she says something about the building that they live in being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then she mimes shooting herself, shooting herself shooting in herself. the head. Um, and then they get out of the elevator. They go opposite uh, opposite directions down the hallway. And then he calls back to her in the hallway and mm-hmm. then mimes more dramatically shoot, which, shooting himself in the head. Which was really touched home for me because my wife and I first um, bonded over mock suicides. Yeah. So... No, I mean that's that's you know that, that's I, how we got together. I said that in the in the best man speech that I made at your wedding that uh, you guys met that way. So, <laughs> um, so she did it. She did a a, a, a wristlet. I did a uh, a noose yeah. like hanging thing. And next thing you know, married. Yeah. Four kids. I would have gone way more like difficult to mime. Like I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, she's she head in the oven. Is that, she might. <laughs> that's exactly where my, where I was thinking. Like just one of you mind putting your head in an oven. <laughs> I mind hooking up a hose to a gas uh, to a <laughs> to, uh, to the the exhaust of a car. Yeah, and then getting in the car and then sitting there and. <laughs> Guys, suicide is not a joke. If you're no, it's not. If you or anyone but... you know is depressed, <laughs> anyway, seek help. Like, uh, like, yeah, like so Arthur does part, in this movie. That part is real. Everything of that interaction is real. Him doing yeah. the overdramatic, okay. Um, so we get really weird into it with with the fact that uh, he's like he's bathed. Joaquin Phoenix is bathing his mom. Mm. Um, I just have a note that says I saw a porn that started out like that once. <laughs> um, so I think the the next scene after that is are we still are we doing a bit are we doing a chunk on the zazzy beats thing or are we moving on to like, oh no talk chronological if you got if you got zazzy beats no i just it, i felt like you were starting a uh well, no because because we'll dive we'll into... get to it i figured we would get to it later when it's more prevalent of uh like when it the scene where we figure out that half of 90 percent of their interactions has been um his hallucinations well, I, I... There's things to to look out for because they do do a uh, like not a, a a great job. It's not like a sixth sense where they like breadcrumbs the whole way. But like when you find out what's going on, like there's there's clues that you can pick up on. Um, we'll we'll get to it later, yeah. I guess. Um, I like this scene after he after he's bathing his mom. Um, my favorite line in the entire movie is, "Hey Arthur, you're a really good dancer." <laughs> <laughs> It's just he does he does a very good job in this movie of being creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, I just like the fact that, that he it's at this point where is it this is it at this point where he shoots the wall? Uh, yeah, because it's that first night he has it that he's fucking yeah. around with the gun. He shoots the um, wall and then turns up the volume on the TV really loud, and it's very obviously like a musical number that's going on. He's like, "Oh, I'm watching I'm watching right. a war movie." <laughs> Maybe it was a. A war musical. Yeah. They have those. Um, uh, am I missing anything between then and when he's at the children's hospital? Inglorious Bastards was a musical, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see what I have in my notes. Um, oh, uh, he, you, you are. He, um, he, it, he has the scene where he's dancing and he accidentally shoots the gun. And um, mm-hmm. the next scene is him stalking Zazzy Beats. Oh, right, right. Um, um, and because stalking a single mom is the the best way to win her over. 
Where she where does she work? Like a bank? I guess. Is that where we're? I guess. Because oh, because she mentions later, like in the next time he talks to her, um, there's a line about uh, you should come in and and rob the place or something. He goes, I have a gun. I'll come in tomorrow or something like that. Um, she has a line like, you should come in and open an account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and make sure you mention Zazie Beats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so now here's the next interaction. When she uh, when she knocks on his door and asks if he was following her, mm-hmm. that happened? No. Okay. And here's the clue. The, um, those awesome she, silk pants that he was wearing? Uh, no, she... Uh, so as far as we know... Um, this is their second interaction ever, if this was real. Uh-huh. And we saw the entirety of their first interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, she refers to him as Arthur without ever being introduced to him. Oh, yeah, that's true. She immediately knows his name. That is true. Well, she also probably knows that he's a really good dancer. Yes. <laughs> well, everyone knows Everybody that. knows that. By the end of this movie, everyone knows, because all he fucking does is just... Just dance all over the place. Slow, like, dance in slow motion. Yeah. Um, so my, I think we're at the, the joke because I have a note that just says solid gun recovery. Uh, did he just, did he have the gun in his pants? I leg? So. No, he probably had it in his waistband. And it just fell through his waistband down his pant yeah. leg? Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, his, when he's trying to shush the children, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, he, uh, um, he gets fired. Um, because he gets fired because you know he brought a he brought a, a firearm to to a children's hospital. Got no um, children's hospital. <laughs> so he's he's getting fired and he's on the the subway going home, and these three asshole guys get on the train. Um, I have a note <laughs> that the lead asshole guy kind of um, vaguely resembles Christian Bale's character in American Psycho. Yeah, well, I they, think they're supposed to be that, that type. They, they I think that, it's more of had, like he, a type. He kind of, to me, just like look like him a little bit, which is funny because he also had a run in with the Joker. <laughs> it his his ended better. Patrick Bateman had a run in. Actually, Who, Patrick, Patrick Bateman, Bateman. Patrick Christian Bale has had multiple run ins with Jokers. He had he had a run in as Patrick Bateman with the Joker, and he had a run in as Bruce Wayne as the with the Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? I, I was trying to to put my, the I, just, I think it, my favorite it, it, line it, yeah. in uh, American Psycho is "My God, it's got a watermark." <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so Chris, Patrick Bateman has had um, multiple multiple interactions with Joker's. Um, I so I have this thing where it's like a, a something that always bugs me is um, inaccurate amount herpes. Inaccurate Herpes. amount of oh. shots fired Sorry. from a gun. Um, I didn't. Why did you count? But I'm almost, I'm almost 100. percent My problem was he, more. It, it was an accurate amount of shots. He has a revolver, so revolver genuine standard. Gen, no, accurate. Are you saying I'm pretty inaccurate sure it was an accurate or amount of shots? Revolver accurate. usually has six shots, and I believe he shot. He shot two of the guys when he was down on the ground. He shot. Um, the third guy, while he was standing up, I think he shot off another round 
when he was um, going, uh, when he was running away, and then he, I think he put two rounds in him when he was to to, to put him down. Um, but I think if I remember correctly, uh, it was an accurate amount of shots, which I'm a big fan of. I was a little um, not put off, but a little like eyebrow raised at how clean a headshot he got. Being di- on the ground, in distress, and kicked, yeah, and having to pull the gun out while he's getting, so he'd have to shoot quick after pulling the gun yeah. out for them. Not well, to in react all fairness, the lights in the, in the train are also very finicky. That would also just true, but I feel to, like we're, um, we're that's just another uh, obstacle for to not have a clean shot. Yeah, reason not to have a clean shot. There's uh, just basically clean, headshots yeah. are very clean in this movie in general. Yeah. There's there's only um, like two, but in anyway. So um, until he chases that guy down, both of those deaths are justified. Mm-hmm. The first two, the first two deaths yeah, are strictly self extent. defense. Are you um, uh, familiar with the story of Bernie Getz? Why does that sound familiar? It's it's a lyric in "We Didn't Start the Fire." If AIDS cracked Bernie Getz, Extu- uh, explain the story. Uh, he basically it was a similar story. He was a um, in the eighties in New York. He was a subway rider who was hassled by youths and open fire. I think he killed one or two of them, injured severely at the very least. Um, and the he was the subway vigilante, and mm-hmm. it was like a like a story. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I'm just a, it's a very similar thing until he gets Bernie gets did not get yeah, off the subway the car and guy. chase down. That's what I mean. Until he until he does that, he yeah. pro- he, he was I, in my opinion, he was completely justified. Um, I that he runs. <laughs> like, I just have a note that just says, uh, "Yeah, officer, the clown ran down this way and then slow dance." I, I don't think I don't think like I'm minutes. smart enough to understand. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You were just talking about how um, you didn't realize the first time watching about the bit of like there's multiple shots of him like begrudgingly climbing the stairs, and the movie ends with him like triumphantly mm-hmm. dancing down the stairs in his. Being basically like reborn mm-hmm. as the Joker, um, I don't think Do I'm you not smart get the dancing. Understand the the interpretive dance after. I think is it, this dance is it this dance? I guess is just him. I say, is his is, is the dancing the basically time. like? He's, is that what the dancing is? Is just the Joker coming out of him? So this so this this interpretive dance I guess, he does is yeah. is yeah. This Gross. interpretive <laughs> dance that he does is. Um, is it, the first bit of the yeah the first bit he, of the Joker is, is revealing freedom. itself yeah maybe I am smart enough um, to get it. Uh, I have a note about I think the next scene is him at the, the yeah I think Depot it's funny that the stuff. clowns punch in and out which implies that they get paid on an hourly basis like yeah by like well, get paid by the job by party or I mean they're paying. Uh, I, eh, I can see it going either way. Um, I just haven't noticed. Oh, I get it. Punch yeah, out. I, I just thought I thought that I like um, I, 
I thought it was funny that they they show up, they punch in, and they start putting on clown makeup. Like I would assume. Yeah, yeah like, like I would take my time when the clown. Yeah, I would. I, but I, would I guess you gotta get to your gig. You get right? paid by the gig, not by the hour, as a party or. Yeah, like certain so you know, like birthdays paid one rate, standing outside spinning a sign paid another rate, but. Um, I also have a note about I have a an alternate universe where the clown business goes downhill because none of them smile oh, anymore yeah. because he defaced the sign. Like, these clowns, everyone's complaining you're not smiling. All these clowns like, are sad. Oh, well, there's no the motivational smile. line above our staircase. Um, where was I? Oh, I actually I have a note about that. The um, the don't smile in my opinion is kind of this movie's hell here. You know what I'm talking about? In in this what, movie's what? In it was it Batman Returns? Oh, with the Penguin and Catwoman. I you know it's been like I told I think I've said last week, I don't know point, if I've ever like, seen that after at, so spoilers Michelle Pfeiffer's character gets Christopher Walken like shoots Michelle Pfeiffer in the head another clean headshot um and then somehow the power of cats resurrect her he was walking and he was walking um, when he did it the, so the the <laughs> I hate you <laughs> the uh, the power of words. cats resurrect Michelle Pfeiffer and she has this sign in. Yeah, right. She has like a um, checks out. a neon sign in her room in her apartment that says "Hello there," but then like she hits it with something and then it, it breaks some of the letters. So now the sign says "Hell here." Do you remember a show called uh, Miracles that was on like a long time ago? Not like a long, long time ago, but like early two thousands, no. starring Skeet Ulrich no, I, as I a um, priest who investigated miracles. Like, or am I just thinking Soul Man and starring Dan Aykroyd? Before, <laughs> that's it. Um, it's it was a it was basically the TV equi- no. the TV adaptation of, of Soul Man. Uh, but the big uh, like advertising thing was because um, I think Skeet Ulrich was a skeptic priest. Like he was like, do, the, do those uh, exist? Like down on the faith. Oh, okay. At, like that was the character. Like yeah, he was like like a disillusioned priest. Oh, so wait, he was so a Mel Gibson. A, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a America's Most Wanted. It was like a a, a scripted. It was, it was a scripted. Okay. No, it was a, it was a show. It was a, a scripted. I drama. don't fucking know. Skeet Ulrich is not a priest. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know who Skeet Ulrich is? He was, um, I believe, if I'm not mixing up people, he was the boyfriend slash. Spoiler alert! Killer. Look it up right scream. Because is it spelled like? How do you? Say? That's awesome. S K E E T. The standard spelling of Skeet. <laughs> standard Skeet spelling. Oh, I do know that guy. His name's Skeet. That's fun. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Skeet Orange. Yeah. Anyway, and I remember him in the end with bloody with Matthew but anyway, Willard. Um, so. <laughs> he plays a disillusioned priest, and who I think is, is like his faith is 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 testing, and they get him to go in and, and investigate miracles, and there seems to be some shady miracles or some. Uh, building something coming, and the the um, advertisement it would say God is nowhere. Mm. Okay, yeah. So think of how that's spelled, and then the N O and the where would come together. Is, is no, God the W is now would separate here. from where now here. Yeah, yeah. And th- that kind of thing. <laughs> that was a long road. Um, I, I think it was, it was. It wasn't the destination. It was the journey. Uh, <laughs> right. 
We, so we had fun uh, along fun the way. Little fact that I noticed right off the bat. So this is uh, this was the second time watching this movie. The first time I watched it was a bootleg version of it. Um, not a super great. It was kind of a grainy version, um, and it was there's a lot of buffering involved. Um, so the actor who plays Thomas Wayne, um, whose name I can't remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Uh, oh, I said it earlier. Uh, Brett, Brett Cohen. Just a second, I said it earlier. Can, uh, Brett Cohen, with who plays board. Thomas Wayne in this movie, okay. plays the congressman in the congressman that Anne Hathaway kidnaps in Dark Knight Rises. I thought it was, I thought I, I thought it was funny. Okay. I, I, I'm having trouble, like, tra- like remembering they, the they, in, in um, Dark Knight Rises. It's when she leaves, it's when she's posing as a maid. Yeah, she gets oh, in the right. car. Oh, right, she gets, to the, like, gets in the car with her and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Um, I got yeah, it. so I got the actor who plays Thomas Wayne in this plays the senator in, or congressman. Yeah, he's moving on up. He's moving we're on moving up. We're moving down? Uh, I do take note, as now that we're getting into... Well, no, he's a congressman. Now he's Thomas Wayne, the yeah. most rich man. In who's who's running for mayor? Um, uh, I took note that this is a universe where Thomas Wayne is known and recognized, and people would yeah. know who he was if they walked past him on the street. <laughs> yeah, already, so we're, we're already veering outside of the the eighty nine Batman. Uh, um, what happens in between here? Because my next note is is about him. So, because well, so we the, go through, he the, finds the, out the, bit, um, the comedy club scene. I say the fact that no, that whole club yeah, doesn't just walk uh, out is a miracle. Well, I mean, the, the, there's, there's, I'm that's sure there's true. been worse open night, yeah. like at least at the very least on par. Even if he's the worst that's been, he's not like the very um, worst. Like the so, this movie, worst. um, sixties, seventies. 81. Yeah. Are you, are you asking when it Does takes it take place? place in 81? 81. Alright, so this is coming from a place of sheer uh-huh. ignorance of being born in 1990. It has, I don't know why, it, just, I a, it gave me a very <laughs> 60s vibe. Um, were, were mixed race couples cool in the in the early 80s? <sighs> I mean, I think L- New York anything goes in New York. Anything was was, was Anything, and I think that's the point of like how how um, I mean that's part of it is like any like anything can, the the Gotham and in nineteen eighty one was the downfall of of modern society. You know what I mean? Like anything, yeah. Like anything goes, and nobody's held accountable for anything. So I mean, not saying people need to be held yeah. accountable for mixed race coupling, but like like there wasn't going to be a lot. Who was going to tell them they were doing something wrong when? Everything else yeah. that is going wrong um, everywhere else, you know what I mean. So Joaquin Phoenix finds out about his uh, his possible uh, parentage. Um, parentage. His mother claims that she had an affair with Thomas Wayne, and um, Arthur is the the love child that spawned from that um, from that affair. Uh, mm-hmm. So he decides. Excuse me. That he's going to go uh, confront his little brother <laughs> in the creepiest way possible. He he goes to he goes to Wayne Manor. Um, and, um, our, has... First of all, I have a problem 
with how like and how he has close all of fucking... this property, right? Yeah, he's his. Yeah, he plays literally he plays at the gate. It's weird because he's like he's in like a treehouse, but there's other trees on that property. Um, there's a whole cave for him to play with. Um, he does a little magic trick. I have the I just have the line "Blood Sugar Baby Clown Magic." Um, uh, this whole it's very um, is this the whole interaction is very uh, pedophile-y. Um, and I have this idea um, for an alternate Batman origin where his parents aren't dead, but he becomes Batman because a clown molested him. This, um, I have a note just about like, no matter like, I like, and what, what level of innocence or ignorance does this kid just let a grown man? Put yeah. His it's... In his mouth? It's 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 strange. Um, the I, I, I've noticed, like, like even as a kid, nah. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> like not even the even before they get to yeah. the, but this guy just walking up to the gate yeah, and just like, doing what? magic for him. I'd be um, like, um, yeah, it's very. That's what I mean. It's very, um, it's very pedophile-y, and I think it'd be kind of a ballsy um, thing to change that origin because, like. I have a note later on. Like, how many times must we see Martha Wayne's pearls get destroyed? Like, I, I would like I. I Another. Why are you grabbing the pearls if you're just gonna yeah, like have them go everywhere? Well, in we'll we'll get there in we'll get there at the end because I want to I want to talk about the pearls specifically in this movie. Um but I like I'm like it's like the like fucking like Spider Man like we've seen so many there's been so many reboots of fucking Spider Man that like we've seen his origin story so many fucking times that, like we just don't have to fucking see it anymore like I'm tired of it I'm tired of fucking seeing Batman's fucking origin story I want to see something different like I would I could get behind a Batman origin story where Batman's Batman because he some fucked up shit happened to him when he was a kid. I put fingers in his mouth, and now, but I, I can't behind that. Um, but if a Batman that doesn't come, <sighs> this is a tricky conversation because I feel like. All right. Let me preface by saying I don't think this is, that this is, uh, is going to go really bad. The really trauma. Quickly. This is a touchy subject. Uh, I don't feel like the trauma that comes from abuse makes you a bad person. Yeah. Like if you like, you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying like if you're abused and that trauma affects you, you're going yeah. to do evil things because of it. But I feel like if if you were if the two were put up against each other. Um, your parents being murdered by a criminal or being molested by a clown. I feel like the molested by a clown would be the backstory of a villain. Probably. I mean, I can see where you're that makes any you're sense. Saying, yeah. But again, not saying that just because or, you get molested, yeah. you're a bad person and it's your fault or anything, but like that, like a, a sympathetic villain, it, like somebody who um, does bad things. And then it comes out that kind of, kind of, like, kind, kind of like Arthur in this movie. He's, he's kind of a sympathetic villain. Like, 
And there's problems with that about like people. That was part of the controversy of this movie is whether they are. Um, sorry, I'm bending over, and that's just the sound <laughs> my body makes when I bend over. Now um, that uh, Arthur is a horrible person. I mean, he's mentally ill, but like he his mm. his actions are irredeemable, and yeah. they try to make him a sympathetic. Um, character and, and and people had issues um, with that. I just have a note um, because it's at this point where the the murder on the subway has been gaining like traction in the news. Yeah, traction like as a movement, especially. Well, the, what really gives the movement traction is Thomas Wayne going on television and calling basically the people of Gotham clowns. Like he he says, it's fitting that the person, because the people that would do this kind of thing, they're clowns and the poor and um, downtrodden. It essentially becomes a um, economical, social economical civil war. Um, in the city, but I have the that uh, Clown Riot is the name of my punk band. Yeah, Clown um, Riot, solid. I like so that. So Arthur um, goes to it's like a charity event that's happening. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, some sort of watching, charity ball. They're watching a. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a oh movie. no, not a ball. Fuck, it's like yeah, like a charity screening of like a. Yeah, I can't remember uh, the name uh, of the. Um, thing that they're watching, but I have seen. I, I think it's that. called uh, Silent Mustache. Uh, it's a, I've, I've seen. No. Yeah. I've seen um, it's clips he's got a of um, that's the scene that they're watching of him. Like he's roller. The the whole scene of the, in, in the thing is that he's roller skating, like blindfolded, next to like something like a a, mm-hmm. a, a big a big cliff fall basically. Um, and I watched, I saw a thing of like, a, it was like a behind the scenes, not a behind the scenes thing, but like almost like a recreation of how they did that and how like it wasn't, you know, he was actually in no uh, real harm. Oh, wait, we're skipping, we're skipping some stuff. Because to do what you're saying, we're, we skipped a, a couple of things I mean, that, yeah. that need to be. Um, but yeah, he, he was, he was in no harm we... in it. It was basically ahead, like, a, like a forced perspective type thing. Like how Frodo uh, appeared to be smaller mm. than Gandalf in um, Lord of the Rings. Smaller than what? Did, what did we skim? Uh, just a couple plot points I want to touch on real quick. Uh, before this, he oh is yeah, that's right. His mother has a stroke, and he's questioned at the hospital by the two detectives. And then uh, nothing of note really happens. Him walking into the hospital door yeah. after like being basically trying to be a badass, <laughs> and, like, and then like walking into the, the hospital door, which was funny. It's exit only, um, and then. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, while sitting in the hospital room with his mother, he his video of him doing stand up is shown mockingly on the on the Murray. Sure. Is it Murray Abrams? Let's go. Let's go with that. <laughs> let's let's let's. I'll tell you in two seconds because I have the Adrian uh, um, Franklin. Murray mm. Franklin. JJ JJ Abrams' dad. Um, but yeah, his clip is his uh his his clip is is shown mockingly. On um, yeah. the Murray Franklin show, uh, but then, then uh, yeah, he goes and and sees 
It's a nice Thomas Wayne in the bathroom. Where do you think he got that? Um, like the, belt, the, the, that the Usher uh, uniform? Um, Usher. I would assume it was just laying around, but yeah. like uh, probably nefarious ways. Uh, I have to say, given if I was Thomas Wayne and this guy comes up to me and it's revealed through conversation that this is the guy that oh, just yeah, that guy's fingers in my son's mouth. Yeah, he actually acts yeah. like relatively civil considering. that Because not only did he put his fingers in this kid's mouth, yeah. he then choked his like, butler. That's, that's, that's strike one. That's strike one or strike what do you two. Think of the, I, I meant to bring up, what do you think of the out? What do you think of the Alfred in, in um, this? I, I don't know. The, it kind of reminded me of... Um, I didn't watch a lot of the show Gotham, but I watched like a couple episodes, like the first couple episodes of it. And it kind of reminded me of the the <laughs> uh, the Alfred from that. Like he's kind of... Because and, and that, that show takes place around a, a young Bruce Wayne. Um, so it's a younger Alfred that we're used to that we're <laughs> used to seeing. Um, he's kind, he's still like I don't like if I remember. I feel like Alfred has some sort of military background. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think in some versions he has like a military background, like a, as like a like a medic. I think there's the later version. He he was a I don't know if he was a medic. I think he was like a like. I've 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 heard of versions of Alfred as a like, like a a, a real deal like fucking. The reason I, I say guy. medic is because like there's um a lot of um instances of uh Alfred stitching up Bruce, um like tending to Bruce's like wounds and stuff, um wounds that he occurs while fighting uh crime, and um. But I, I didn't mind it. I, he, it, I, I, um, it, in, in my opinion, I think this whole movie could have done without any bit of the Waynes in it whatsoever. All right, to, to jump ahead, then, since you brought up that point, what were your thoughts on the little tag at the end of the movie, where with, with the Waynes? Where essentially, uh, goes essentially, the, the Joker and, and started the riot. Being, but, yeah. The Joker is the is the uh, antithesis. Is that the word? No, not antithesis. What's the word for um, for a uh, like a something that sparks something? A we'll just say Joker is the one that sparks yeah. the events that lead to the death, which is kind of a hybrid between the. 89 Batman yeah. story and the mm-hmm. uh, Nolan story of, 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 or the, actually the Nolan is more closely um, close, closer in, uh, in events to the comic book origin, I believe. Um, so it's kind of like a, a bit of a hybrid there where it's not Joker yeah. who does it, but it's Joker um, that. I, like I said, it. I, I think the movie could have done, I think the movie could have done without any any bit of the Waynes being in there at all. Um, it's I, I it's I'm okay with it because really then if if 
you need it to tie into Gotham in large more than just him being the Joker. You know what I mean? If not, if he's not, it's, it's without the connection to the Waynes, without the Batman origin, I guess it kind of could just be, he doesn't need to be a clown. He doesn't need to be the Joker. You know what I mean? Without that, he could be. Uh, just say he's like he could be, he could be dressed as Elsa on the subway, and and shoot somebody, and then everyone dresses as Elsa, and at the end, everyone rallies behind the Elsa character as a, a rebel that started a revolution. Like without without the the Wayne connection, there's real no, there's no real That's tying true. him to the Batman universe. Which, if you're going to make a Joker movie, then you need it. You need yeah. it to be tied to the Batman universe, or else what's the point? All right. We uh, after he, he confronts Wayne in the bathroom, uh, he ends up go. Wayne tells him that his mother was crazy, adopted him, and then like went to jail, or 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 is that in the in the file that she went to? She I believe so. It's yeah. in the file, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he he tells uh, tells him uh, Thomas tells Arthur that his mother was in Arkham, so he goes to Arkham. And my one question about Arkham when we first, they showed the, because um, we talked a lot about the architecture of Gotham in the, um, mm. you know, the last podcast where we talked about the eighty nine Batman. Yeah, this one is much more grounded in reality. This is the most um, elaborate um, architecture of any building I think in the movie with these arches, these giant arches with a a, a yeah. covered like an indoor bridge. Where uh, does that go? I would assume. I would assume just you, different. Do you know ways. what I'm talking about? Like when you when I, I I didn't get that impression. I got the impression that we see the main building, like the building that, or maybe like, maybe maybe, maybe like we see the main lot, building like where there garage. are like the patients and stuff, and that bridge maybe leads to like the administrative side of the building. Maybe. <clears throat> Um, he finds out from the file that, um, his mother was arrested for neglect or child endangerment of her adopted son, who is him. Um, he steals the file and runs away. This is the, he scene does, he does run thing. very, uh, even when he runs, have you ever, have you it, ever, he looks worn, like he has big shoes, um, on. flippers like the, like to, he runs as if he, no, yeah. but yeah, he runs like he's got flippers on. Yeah. That's an accurate statement. Um, uh, again, I don't have a note about it, but I meant to bring it up. Um, in between Arkham and the scene where he goes and sees his mother again is the scene with Zazie Beats in the apartment, uh, or is that after he sees his mother? Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's before, because I remember she asked him if, her mother, if, if his mother uh, is home. And I forgot at that point while watching the movie whether she was dead or not yet. And then the next scene, he's at the house. So he goes, and this is the big reveal that the entire relationship, along this whole time, she's come to see him do comedy. They've gone on dates. She's there in the hospital with him when his mother has a stroke. Yeah. We find out that that's all been in his head. Um, she asks him to leave. The miming. And he is, turns to her and does again. the... And then, all right, this is where I had an issue because I had, again, I have a terrible memory, um, especially for this kind of thing. 
I felt like the first time I watched this movie, it was more explicitly shown that he did not hurt Meaning her. Meaning Zazie Beats? Yes. Um, watching it this time, I don't remember anything explicit that led me to think that she was left unharmed. In fact, if this was the first time I watched this movie, given that he turns to her and does mm-hmm. the suicide like gesture, and then the next thing we see is him leaving hurriedly out of the apartment, yeah. my assumption would be that he killed her. Um, how do you read what happens? Does he kill her or um, does he just get up and leave? Because you have to deal with the darker implications that if he killed her, I then, think then I think he probably he, killed he the left kids her. Too. I think he left her unharmed. Um, I think mainly. See, and it's le- it led me to looking up synops- synopsis synopsis of the of the movie to try to see if there's like a detail I missed or what the general consensus was. And the consensus yeah, seemed I to be that he left, left her, her alive. alive. Um, based strictly on the fact that he's been imagining having this um, relationship with her. So I think he um, he cares about her. One thing that Elizabeth think he did leave her alive was I feel like the the um, well, I don't know because it could go either way. Is excuse me. Is he now, now that he knows his true past, mm. or the truth about his mother, is he now tipped? Or is the tip I think the point when he kills his I, mother? I think in the it's... Next because if he's tipped now, she's dead. I don't think she she's alive. I think he kills um, her and potentially I... even kills the daughter. If his true, true turn is like that, that, that real um, signpost where he's going one way or the other and him killing his mother sends him down the crazy path. How do you, then she, I think she's alive. So it, it's, it's up to, I guess, uh, interpretation. As How do you feel you about the, the switch, switch being flipped, flipped by her sending him out? No. Cause I feel like that, like the real, the real motivation of what flips him Either way. Well, yeah. Well, that, I think I think about his mother I, I, I'm 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 kind of now that you're mentioning it. So, I think I I think I I can I can see what you're saying that like the final straw would be mm-hmm. her rebuffing him. Oh, Me yeah, loved the podcast, Joker. By the way. Um. Mm. Uh, she didn't care for it actually. I think actually Ben might have been scared of mm. certain scenes of him in the makeup. Um. I don't think they. If if that's what they're trying to tell us, that the final straw that sent him over the edge was the him coming to the uh, like confronting the fact that mm-hmm. their relationship was in his head and she's rebuffing him, mm-hmm. then they didn't do a good job at all at, at showing that because they didn't even do a good enough job mm-hmm. in showing whether he leaves her alive or not. So, like, if they need to show us that this is what flipped him, this is the the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Then they need they yeah. they would have had to yeah. explicitly shown her fate. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, as I'm man. in the belief that he left her alive because I feel like if you're building up this psychosis and you're building up this 
um, idea that he's he's gone to the other side, mm-hmm. then you would show as much evidence as you you can that that is 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 uh, um, plot wise relevant. So if you're going to have him kill her and her daughter and show that like he's he's yeah. gone to the other side, then you would have shown that he's that shown that. So I I, I think the lack of seeing their fate is a uh, more of a um, a, a yeah, positive I, I agree in terms with of whether they survived or not. Um, I um I like I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is um him practicing. So we get a call from the Murray Franklin show, um, saying you know hey, we played your tape the other day and everyone loved it. Murray wants to have you on the show. What do you think? Um, and he's practicing coming out of the like from being introduced on the show. I have a lot about this because I, I referenced throughout the rest of my notes. Uh, uh, movie star Ethan Page, <laughs> star of such films as American Playboy. <laughs> like, I have a note where he goes on the Murray Franklin show and he comes mm. out like that, like he's been practicing. And Murray just sits there thinking, strange. <laughs> he comes out just like Ethan Page, a star of such films as American Playboy. <laughs> um, I, so in, in his. Uh, in his practicing of coming out to on the show, um, it, it it ends very differently from how it ends in reality. Um, he he asks Murray if he wants to hear a right. joke, and he pulls the gun and shoots himself. When do you think the plan changed? I think he goes Do you think he went into the show with the intention of killing himself, and then it, when he's when he's when he's on stage, and then through the um, conversation, it, it changes. And he's the, by, by, by Murray's by Murray reactions uh, and by re- the crowd reaction, reaction to yeah, him. I think he goes he goes in with the intention of. I agree because he practiced it. He he practiced it. Um, he he goes in with the intention of killing himself. And through the um, through the whole thing ends up he he decides it's the better idea to kill Mary. Well, so I I do have an issue with with citing him practicing it as a a sign because That's he true. doesn't come out like he practiced. So uh, right there, if you're going on based on if yeah, he's he does, going you're off right. script, he goes off script immediately. But I still agree with the idea that he, he, uh, his his interaction with Murray and the way Murray spoke to him and and uh, oh the things he said about um, um, that there was, was a, there um, was a spider that I agree he, he the yeah. the plan changed in in the interview um, so it's at this point where his um, did you mention that he kills his mom. Uh, I had said when we were talking about whether, oh, that's right, what the the switch that flips so is whether it's it was with or whether, but yeah, after after he leaves, the the scene after he leaves as he beats his apartment, uh, he is the next scene they're um, in the hospital and he smothers his so mother. So the guy who initially gave him the gun, um, and the 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 little person clown, Gary, comes over. Um, Gary. Randy and Gary, because they hear and about Gary. the passing of his mother, um, and they want to, uh, you know, express their condolences. Oh, 
can I say right before the, the literally the the cut before they the door like uh there's a knock on the door. He's wearing I mean, he's, the, he's wearing underwear. the biggest underwear I imaginable. Like it's one thing to it's tidy whiteies is one thing, but they're, they're yeah, called he's tidy wearing, whiteies for a reason. He's wearing like floppy waisted whiteies. It's it's a little strange. Um, it's a, they almost look like um, like they um, almost look like like wrestling trunks, like they 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 cover um, yeah. so much of his body. <laughs> uh, yeah, they come over. Uh, they uh, uh, express condolences, but then Randy immediately switches to trying to get information yeah. as to what he told the cops about him. And it comes very clear to Arthur he's, that he, he's not there to express condolences. Yeah. He's trying to get information on how much in trouble he's going to be. And uh, one thing that I still think holds up uh, from my original reaction to the film when I saw it last year is how well they use intensely yeah. sudden bursts of violence in the movie. And it makes the violence much more meaningful there, than if there it was are, violence throughout the movie because it's so there's, sudden there and five, so violent. Six acts of violence throughout the course of the entire movie. There is him getting beat up by the kids, him shooting um, the, the guys on the train. There's him... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, so there's, actually, there's seven. Choking Alfred. Him choking Alfred. Him and Thomas Wayne fighting. Um, and then there's the him smothering his mom. Him killing um, the, the the guy who gave him the gun, and then him inevitably killing Murray. Um, so there, it's it's it's. I mean. It's a two hour. It's it's a two hour long movie. It's a it's, and there's maybe I'm gonna say, maybe five, maybe ten minutes of those two hours are violence, but only really like, only really like, two or three of those, would I classify as like, movie violence. Like it's one thing to get kicked by a bunch of. Use, but like yeah. the sudden gunshot on the the train, the sudden stabbing of Randy in the face, the sudden, and then just the brutal smack. Like yeah. it's not, it's prolonged. This, this, and then the, like the shooting of Murray are very. Those are yeah. bursts of violence, versus like just like smothering a, a mother, or or getting kicked by a bunch of youths. Like those are like just like, and I think the the movie did a, a great job of picking its spots, and when it was going to burst out in violence, really pushing the violence, so that like it was it not only did you feel it in its suddenness, yeah. but in its its intensity. Um, I have a, I I, so I have a, a note because after. Uh, after he kills the 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 one clown guy and lets the little clown guy go, he 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 does after he kisses him on the forehead. Um, 
he um this it's it's at this point where we get the uh... oh wait real quick no you go uh, first go ahead uh, go ahead no because uh because it kind of you're kind of getting into the meat of a sandwich of points I, I i would make so go ahead with that and then i'll i'll, I'll wrap it up in um in my point, point bread. uh bread. so it's um after he after the, <laughs> the scene where he kills the guy he worked with and let's the other guy go um it's where we get the 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 scene of him dancing down the stairs in full joker makeup <laughs> and, and again this is where i i I just didn't, I guess, pay enough attention the first time I watched it. But the idea of the of multiple times through the movie, the the long, arduous climb up these stairs, the the weight of the climb on him, and then the free, like juxtaposed with the free and like uh, uh, descent to take it even a step further. I believe steps, like, every time that, we see him climb the steps earlier in the movie, it takes place at night. And now um, we see him mm. descending the steps in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I in in uh, on second watch, I have to give a lot more credit than I had originally upon first watch to the the thematic uh, 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 progression of the movie. Where I I don't again I don't know if I what happened. Maybe I just didn't even realize no. because it was night that it was the same stairs. Um, I, was just that I don't know about you, but for some it. reason, the choice of song takes me out of it for a bit. It's Rock and Roll Part what's, 2 what's by song? Gary Glitter. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it is strange. It seems off. Does it seem slightly yes. out of frame? And I looked it up. Frame? That, move, that song was what was... If this movie takes place in, in 1981... Came out, in, yeah. There's a. They, that I, song came out in the I, 70s, I looked right? up. A, I googled it. There's a video of them, of Gary Glitter performing the song on top of the pops or top of the charts, whatever the fuck it's called, in 1972. So this movie's this song is out well before this movie is supposed to take place. I think it's just the use of the song as a sports it's, anthem. It's just because it has is is what is what takes it out of yeah, the time exactly, um, which is. Yeah, it's 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 had a entirely new life, and it's not something so of the time that it can be, excuse me, can be placed within yeah. that. It's not like it's a disco um, number, you know what I mean? I'm I'm interested um, in the use so yeah, of this song actually, because um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding uh, Gary Glitter. Um, mm-hmm. he was he's, Gl- he was Gary Glitter. Um, he he was doing some fingers. sticking some sticking your fingers in, in children's mouths. He was busted with a a lot of kitty porn. Um, so it's very much um, it's a good uh, the it's a, a a debate that's going on currently today. Like, do we hold um do do you know do we do we forget about people uh forget about people's bodies of work because they've done something terrible. Um, we we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I, I joked about. I can't remember which podcast weird it was, but I referenced the the Pete Davidson joke where he talks about um, uh, liking like liking R. Kelly music, and he said if you, um, he's like we shouldn't forgive these people, but you know like if you're gonna listen to their if you're gonna listen to R. Kelly's music, you should have every time you listen to one of his songs, 
you should donate a dollar to like a battered women's shelter or something like that. And he makes the joke that he would have donated mm-hmm. like $200 that weekend just on listening to the Ignition remix. Um, <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like it's, it's a, um, it, it just strikes me as, and like, I don't, I'm, and I, and I didn't know about the, I didn't know about all of this controversy uh, surrounding Gary Glitter until this movie. Um, because I, because I've heard the song uh, yeah, I knew before for a while now. And um, that's what I mean. I, it's it's just mm-hmm. the whole thing just strikes me as weird. It just it, it seems like I think it, it, the whole the song. I think I think the um, and it's a shame because like the rest of the movie, the I think the music the soundtrack is very is like very spot on. Um, throughout the throughout the course of the movie, and it's just this one. This I think one it's just, again just like me. it just it it's and it's really. Only because I was associated yeah. with not even just because of the Gary Gooder thing. It's just I feel like it just feels like not of the time of the movie. It's like they <gasps> they might as well have put like yeah, yeah. Uh, song two by Blur in it. You know what I mean? It it, it would have felt as that would have been rad. The same type him, of... him dancing on the stairs. Down now, take a down now, now take a down now, 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 now. Oh Amelia, I'm sorry, I, I won't sing Blur. Oh, she didn't like. Um, no more Blur, no more Blur, baby. It's all right. No uh, more blur. It's all right. It's all right, baby. Only gor- <laughs> only gorillas now. Um, we're a gorillas house. Uh, I'm not. I I didn't just make shit up, right? The guy from I believe blur so. Is, is yeah, I believe gorillas, he right? he is the the mastermind okay. behind the uh, the gorillas. Um, I I just I love the fact that like I like when they put uh, actors in movies and just like like people who are well known. In just like the tiniest little bit part, I'm like very much like um, in yeah, Mark Maron just randomly. Oh, you're talking about Mark Maron, uh, Murray's assistant. But it it reminds me very much of um, did you see Deadpool Mm -hmm. two? Deadpool two also starring Zazie Beats. Um, uh, there's this whole bit where Deadpool assembles a um, he assembles X Force. Like a, a team of superheroes to go fight, and one of them is his. The guy's power is that he's invisible. So there's this whole scene. Spoiler alert: where X Force is assembled and they're on their first mission, and they all jump out of an airplane and parachute, and like literally every single person, but Deadpool, Zazie Beats, and this one other character, die in the process of jumping out of this airplane. And one of the guys is invisible and he ends up flying into some electrical wires and becomes electrocuted. And when he becomes electrocuted, you see him like he comes into clarity and it's Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 it reminded me of no. that. Like, <laughs> why would you take someone who's like. No, Mark Maron is not on the level of Brad Pitt. But Mark is... We're not talking like, like Murray, Murray no, no, Franklin's no, 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 no. assistant is Tom Cruise. Like, Mark, Mark Maron is a... Yeah. In terms of... We know who Mark Maron is, but in terms of popular culture, Mark Maron has a podcast. We're still 50% yeah. of the population still doesn't know what a podcast is, I think. He is on Glow, and he had a show on IFC? what? Uh, IFC? <laughs> I might have had a show on I, IFC. I mean, I yeah, maybe, know. maybe, 
So like, let's, let's, no, let's no, pump I'm the brakes a bit on. I'm not what saying I'm, I'm not a saying a huge character cameo, cameo but like he's a, like the Brad Pitt thing was a huge cameo. This, but they like in Mark in my mind, Mark Maron is a well known is a is a well known name, and it it seemed weird that they just kind of threw him in as this bit part. You know what? I think he's in terms of what he's done. I think he's adequately okay. well known enough for this role where you want it's not it's not a nobody yeah, a, yeah. but it's not a somebody you know what i mean he's he's fine it's fine it's not like robert de niro is cameoing okay. as robert de niro's assistant like i think it's fine i think i like i i mean i get what you're saying like it's it's he's literally in 30 yeah. seconds of a scene and you know who this person is but I, I, I think it's 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 fine, especially for this high budget mm-hmm. of a movie, this this big of a movie. I think the bigger the movie, the smaller the part the yeah. somewhat known guy can play. Um so uh he has the, the line he wants him to introduce him as Joker. Oh, do you think anyone's ever been hit by a no, car he's on probably the way the to first. the Franklin show or is he the first? <laughs> Wait, we forgot to mention. Mm. Like, they go on the uh, the. Oh yeah, the oh, the, the, to, the to bread. Get go to ahead. the points that I like was sandwiching over your point. Um, does Gary go right to the cops? Because I feel like Gary, being the the little person, um, uh, while he's Show dancing the down the steps, yeah. the detectives are they there because they're responding? But it wouldn't be detectives that were responding to a report of a murder, I right? I don't. I have. I don't. It would be patrolmen that would like detectives come and they figure yeah, out the crime. Don't, they don't, don't do. I, the... I would assume that, um, like a like a beat cop would show up first. Yeah. Right. Like you call the, you go to the cops and say this guy just Arthur because because uh, a court like Gary going if Gary went right to the cops and said. I, this guy Arthur. I mean, the only reason the um, the detectives would show up if 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 it was Gary is because yeah. of the connection to the other case they're investigating. But I I don't know. Like I feel like I don't, I I'm torn on whether they're there to because they. they because then, when he runs, are they chasing? Yeah, co- him I mean, he's cops running chase, regardless. If, if a cop goes there, like, "Hey," or and they... you start running, and you, they'll chase you, because that's that's. <laughs> I'm a li- I'm a little. That's, a, that's what's the I'm word I'm looking for? That's a weary as um, to. No, not resisting. It's um resisting. Uh, suspicion. Like yeah, like you have to have suspicions to, yeah, like a suspicious behavior. Suspicious. If a cop goes, "Hey, you," and you start running because you see the cop, that's. That's that's enough. That's uh, right. probable cause is what I'm thinking of. Ah, there you go. Um, I'm a little shaky on why the cops become invested, interested in Maybe. Arthur in the first place. There's the only real witness was that to woman. The, the murder on the subway. Was that woman who doesn't yeah. know Arthur? All she knows is a guy in clown makeup. So then, I guess you investigate clown. Like, I let, let's let's yeah. Take, so let's a woman, the a woman says, here. "I saw a guy." Uh, the report is that a guy in clown outfit 
they mentioned in the movie that they they yeah. they know he had just been fired. But is it enough for? Um, yeah, I was gonna say how many clowns like how many clowns are there in Gotham in the in the early eighties? Yeah, where yeah like, in in what's supposed to be New York that he would um an, immediately almost immediately be um like like pinpointed but anyway so i i i the, the story i like to tell myself is that gary left and went right to yeah um the cops i would and assume so that's yeah. why the detectives are there um Anyway, moving on. So he gets hit by the car. Like the cop, uh, Shea Wiggum, Wiggumhams, or whatever, however you pronounce his last name. Um, what, where's the I've first time you ever saw this guy? Are you familiar uh, with this guy? Yeah. Wh- what's what's the first thing that jumps out when you um, think of him? Though? Honestly, I can't even think think of anything. Yeah, let me. Something you just know. I'm, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. I uh, uh, the first time I saw him, he plays. Um, is it is it, St- is it Steve Buscemi's brother? On um, uh, I never uh, saw Boardwalk uh, Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, well, you're stupid. I I need to go back and watch more of that. I watched like the first two seasons. Yeah, he plays uh, Steve Buscemi's brother on that. He plays um, Elias, but he was also in. Um... Oh. He he plays the captain. Oh in yeah, that's right. He does the, the the um. He does. He plays yeah, Captain Ted. Um, he's Captain I mean, Ted. He's been in a bunch of shit. He he's 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 in he's been in Fast and Furious movies. He's been in like that's where I know it from. Everybody was on ER. I'm trying to think. Like, I think, oh I think what I'm right remembering him from is oh Kong Skull Island. Weirdly enough, I don't. I, he's. I don't is he like he's, a captain in that too? No, I that's, picture him in like that's, a dirty um, captain's hat in that. That's um, that's John C. Riley. Um, is that John C. Riley? Just a, a general, okay. like a random soldier in it. Um, who was he? He was in Lords of Dogtown. Uh, Drake Landon. <laughs> oh, you know what I <laughs> do? Because I, I have I own Lords of Dogtown. Um, I can anyone really own can Lords anyone really Dogtown? own? Um, I do remember him from that. I but yeah, for some reason, like I remember that. I the weird thing is like I have this image of him dying in my head, and the image of him dying is him dying. Wait, when you oh, say he played uh, Elias, what Empire. did he play Elias in? <laughs> Um, the image, the image that I have oh, okay. him dying, is uh, was... from Kong Skull Island. Um, hmm. he's actually, looking at his his IMDb, he's not in as much as I remember seeing him in. I just feel like I see him. Oh, in... he was he was in Machete. Was he... What season? <sighs> Machete. Oh, he played. Uh, he was in uh, the. Uh, he was in Savages, which I've actually seen. Yeah. Anyway, he shoots a guy on a train. 
and it kind of starts off a like a like a riot. So as as uh, Arthur's going on the Murray Franklin show, there there's is a clown riot going unrest on. Unrest in yeah, there's a clown riot. Exactly. Strangely enough, uh, Shay Wiggum is also attached to the untitled uh, Hulk Hogan bio. <laughs> He's not. No, he's not. He's not. Oh yeah, he didn't show up in the. He's not. Oh. No, like, no, there's no. only he one is tied to. Uh, in the, in the... Yeah, he is tied he to. He's Red Macho Man Randy Savage. Seven and eight. Um, yeah. Oh. Um. So, I, I do have a note. <laughs> when he's he's going down the stairs, uh-huh. he's really the Joker for like the first time. I say, I don't understand. He's the Joker, sure. but where's his fucking um, green artist chef hat? You're not the Joker. The, the, you're not the Joker without that hat. Um, so I have a note. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. When he's um, he's on the Murray show, and um, he tells the joke of, like, knock, knock. Who's there? Yeah, not, like, it, you know, if, if, if you've this, ever read it, anti-jokes... No, it's you know not the worst me of? It joke I've ever of heard. Specifically, of just because I listened to a, like all of his stand-ups on Apple Music the other day, it reminds me of an Anthony Jeselnik joke. I, I, I could, I see that Kinda, very yeah. much. So, like, um, uh, he, I can't, oh, he has the joke about um, he has he the the one Anthony Jeselnik joke that that the the joke that always stands Anthony out to like me is, awesome. is the um. The joke that he tells in the one special about how he's like, I had a son, and the crowd starts laughing. He's like, Some of you on board, let's keep it going. And um, he's like, He's like, He had a son, he's like, He died the same way Eric Clapton's son died for inspiration. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> uh, there's an anti just joke, I think. No, is or is it just uh, no, it's not an anti just, it's just an anti joke. Uh, a horse walks into a bar. The bartender says, "Why the long face?" And the horse says, "Yeah, uh, my alcoholism is, is destroying my family." Yeah, it's, it's that very, kind of thing. It's like, very <laughs> blue, very uh, dry. Um, but I, yeah, when I when I mm-hmm. heard that, I'm like, "Fuck, man, that could that's that could be an Anthony Jeselnik joke." Uh, here's a question for you in terms of the scope of reality. Um, does that interview continue on television uh, once so. he admits to murder? Yeah. Do you think it keeps going? Because um, that's good television. I don't know if it does. Um, so here's a little interesting yeah. thing. Um, I don't know if anybody anybody listening is aware of this, but children are literally just tiny adults. Um, and their brains work the same way ours do. So... Mm. Well, sometimes no, because my son doesn't oh, wear. The, he's a shirt he's a fucking sweatshirt, like ever, and he thinks he's. And yeah, he's, that's he that, like, he puts a sweatshirt on. He thinks he's dressed. He, he's like, he, no, you an might adult need to would realize you need to put a shirt on. Um, <laughs> I um I say this though because I was watching the movie, and my middle son. I told him to. I was watching the movie in my living room. And I told my middle son to clean up the mess that he, him and his little brother had made. So he's cleaning up his mess while this, while the interview scene is going on. 
and uh, Joaquin Phoenix confesses to the murder. And he instantly puts together that Joaquin Phoenix is going to kill Robert De Niro. He saw... He he watched hmm. no part of Strange, the movie aside I was from watching that, this like, movie. thirty second clip of him confessing to the murder, and he instantly says, "Oh, that guy's gonna kill that guy." Yeah, but from the mouth of babes, right? Um, strange because I feel like I'm uh, like I had this movie on during the day, and then my kids came down for their school like their lunch periods. And I turned the movie off because yeah. I didn't think they should well, see I, it. Honestly, to be 100% honest with you, anyway. I forgot about <laughs> him shooting Robert De Niro. Yes. Because I've only seen really? this movie. Like I said, I saw the movie once. Uh-huh. It was on a grainy bootleg and there was a lot of buffering. <laughs> when it's grainy, it looks yeah, like he shoots. I, Robert De Niro I shoots completely, him. <laughs> um... Uh, that's strange because for me the enduring image one of the enduring images of the movie was him. pause for a second zach shooting de niro hey guys uh sorry we had some technical difficulties adam's uh system when we recorded i honestly i thought i broke i thought i broke the recording i was really concerned so i think we've mentioned before that the recording we use anchor um if anybody still listens to the uh If anybody still listens to the ad at the beginning of the show, uh, we use anchor.fm to record. Um, And uh, when we record, we have a two-hour limit per recording. Yeah, so we're going to have to stop anyway. So we're going to have to take a break. It just so happened that right around. Yeah, I did something, and I thought I was – I honestly thought I was going to lose the hour and 55-minute recording that Zach and I had done. Um, Luckily, we're good. In which case, they're just – Literally, at this point, there would not have been enough <laughs> this week. Yeah, and we, we, I, I, I would not have had the energy to. No, I think what I would have done is I would have recorded something apologizing and uh, that we've now fucked up two uh, themed months in a row. Um, <laughs> but I think we're all right. Yeah, um, we're good. Let's let's uh, get into it and finish this up. Um, yeah, I wanted to say I had one more thing, um, and we were, we were talking about. Um, how my son heard the heard Joaquin Phoenix confess to the oh, right, murder. Yeah. The last thing we talked about was how you were a bad parent. Go ahead. Um, yeah, he heard him confess to the murder, and then instantly uh, implied that he was going to murder um, Robert De Niro. So, did you say that? Did you go, ah, he's going to he, murder him. Well, he knows. He, he said he's going to kill that guy. Um. So. I mentioned them before when we had done the Toy Story, uh, one of the Toy Story uh, podcasts. Um, I believe it was Toy Story Four. Um, my what I was watching was Super Carlin Brothers to do a lot of re- to do more research for the show. Super Carlin Brothers do um, quizzes um, and do there's two brothers who do quizzes head to head on the various topics that they cover. Mm-hmm. And the one quiz that I was watching was a Pixar quiz that gets progressively harder as the quiz goes on. And one of the questions was a quote from the movie Wally. The captain What's says, Wally. Exactly. The captain <laughs> says, I don't want to survive. I want to blank. I didn't remember him saying that at all. And I'm watching this while I'm eating lunch with my son. And my son just chimes in and goes, Live. And I'm like, what? He's like, that's what the captain says. I'm like, is it? And he's like, yeah. 
I'm like, holy shit, like, my, not only, like, I'll put movies on for my kids, and it'll just seem like they're just, like, you know, especially, like, the younger one. The younger one, like, if you put on the, the, the Grinch, he just sits there, like, blank-faced and just stares at the screen. So you're like, oh, he's just looking at the colors and the music. Oh, Amelia. I'm, 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 she's upset because I'm discrediting her, her brethren. Um... Uh, but yeah, so I like the, you 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 watch them watch movies, and you're just assuming. Oh, Amelia, it's my she's birthday. Fine. She's she's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just wants attention. Um, but yeah, you assume that they're just watching the <laughs> watching the colors. She didn't just hear that. What? Did you just hear that at all? She was like, ah, no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, my it, it it amazed me that they're actually he's actually retaining things from these movies that he's watching. It sounds like you're like smacking the bottom of her chin. I'm, I'm she's on my knee and I'm bouncing her. Oh, okay. Um. So we um we we get the line from the King Phoenix. You you get what you deserve. Um, and he he shoots he shoots Robert De Niro in the head. Um, and then he. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he puts another round in him too. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody says the line that Gotham is burning, and um, Gotham is burning is the name of the album, the first album put out by my punk band Clown Riot. <laughs> um, nice. So there's the scene where the ambulance hits the police car that's carrying Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then the two guys in the clown mask come over and pull Joaquin Phoenix out. And they kind of carry him very in a very Spider-Man, in a, a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, like, careful with him, he's a hero type way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just made me laugh. Uh, strictly just that, that, careful with him, he's a hero. Um, I say the Waynes picked an awful, awful night to go to the movies. Yeah, I, like the idea that they would even leave the building mm-hmm. rather than just wait it out. Wait it out, yeah. The fact it's that they would strength. go anywhere, like, like so, so uh, very, I mean, very recently, yeah. Because think about it, when, what's the time frame of them going to the movie? Did were they in the movie while, like, when the guy got shot, which started the. No, it couldn't have been. What is this? An eight-hour-long? Is he? Are they watching Gone with the Wind? <laughs> no, they're watching something. The Mask of Zorro or some shit. Um, Zorro, Zorro and the Gay Blade is what they're watching. Um, but um, Mask of Zorro or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so very recently in uh, Philadelphia, where Zach and I uh, live in the surrounding areas. Um, there was, there was, you know, there was some civil unrest, not some civil unrest, there was civil unrest going on in the city, um, because a man, um, an African-American man was shot by, uh, Philadelphia police. And, um, there was, uh, there was some, some, you know, some, some riots going on because of it. Um, there was a curfew in, in place in Philadelphia. Like you couldn't. Um, I work, I think I've mentioned, I've mentioned before, I work overnight. I work 7P to 4A, 4AM. And 
we got canceled multiple a couple nights because of the prospect of riots in our in the area of where my store is. Um, so I don't I don't buy that they like I I I I think Thomas and Martha Wayne could be smarter people than to go to the movies with what's happening going on. You know what I mean? Like I mean I guess that that goes to the idea that they're. Like the, that goes right into the idea of why people are are writing um, in the first place. Like that, all this so... is going on, and they're uh, they're enjoying this luxury of uh, the talkie pictures. Yeah, like um, like they they're so above and beyond the the day to day and the struggle of the the lower class that they don't even it doesn't even. Uh, it doesn't even uh, compute to them yeah. that they shouldn't like like that's not a part of their lives. They're going to the movies. What do they know about what's going on in the streets? You no. Know? Yeah. Um, so I have this. I have the. I I said it earlier, but I have the note in my. I have the note. How many times do we have to see Martha Wayne's pearls be broken? Right. Um. In this version specifically, it seems that the the it, the pearls are broken. More out of a a statement than a because like in other versions I've seen it seems like they're like the it's a it's an it's an accidental um like it's, the the shooting of Martha Thomas and Martha Wayne was accidental mm-hmm. um it was it was a a mugging gone wrong in this it. It seems like a very it's, deliberate. Oh no! It's absolutely. It's, 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 it's a, a. It's a very like. It's a sign of upper class, and he's destroying it basically. Yeah. Um. In the in other in other iterations of the of the event, it's very much um the person is robbing Thomas and Martha Wayne, and there's some sort of hustle, and the gun accidentally goes off and shoots one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. But there, it's a very deliberate. Like he shoots Martha Wayne, and then grabs her necklace and breaks it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the one that really confuses me is the the Batman vs Superman one, where it seems like somehow the pearl necklace becomes wrapped around the uh, handgun, and when the when he fires the gun, the the slide racks back and breaks the pearls, which cinematically That's just silly. cinematically looks cool um but doesn't make sense i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it is it on um hbo max i believe so i'm gonna watch it when we're done recording just so i can see that scene um but fun fact about the Zack snyder version of it um thomas wayne is played by jeffrey dean morgan and martha wayne is played by Laura Cohen, Laura right? Cohen, who plays Negan and uh, uh, fuck, what's her name on uh, Maggie plays Negan and Maggie on Walking Dead. Um, little fun fact, um, but yeah, so I, um, I I'm tired of seeing Martha's pearls being broken, but this seems this is this. I is a, watch it all day. This is a different uh, depiction of of why they're broken. Let, nothing gets my motor going. Yeah, nothing gets nothing. nothing like, a distressed woman's, <laughs> like a distressed woman's pearls getting broken. Yeah. Um. So it's at this point where we have the scene of him 
of him being our, uh, the Joker, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I'm assuming Ar- in Arkham. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, in Arkham, speaking with a psychiatrist. and Is it the same woman? I think so. I, they look okay. they, I like I, I again I we're at least supposed to draw comparisons because if yeah. not then she then they're very similar she would have been um completely different yeah um but uh I I he we get the line from Joaquin Phoenix of she something something about the joke uh, and uh she's he's laughing and she asks what's the joke and he says you wouldn't you wouldn't get it. And then we see him walking down the hallway and proceeds to dance down the hallway. And you know, tracking, tracking bloody, bloody footprints, um, implying that he just murdered this psychiatrist. Um, my final note of, of, the, of the movie is uh, when he gets to the far end of the hallway, he does like a little bit of a dance number. Um, I would have liked to have seen the footprints from that. Because it's always like you always see in like cartoons and stuff, someone's teaching someone to dance, and they have like the things of like where your feet go on the floor. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it would be very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it just um, made me laugh. I just really wanted to see that. But all in all, so I had an opinion of the first time I watched this movie, which it sounded like you did as well, Zach. And it seems like your opinion has changed from the second time. Slightly. Like, I still think it's a good movie. I think his characterization of um, the Joker is, excuse me, interesting. I think it, it tracks. It's not like I, I, there's no illogical jumps. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it might have just been like a matter of I wasn't in the mood for a two hour movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but. No, I, I, I would say, again, like when I, when I just talked about my list earlier and how I would re-rank my list, it's not like it dropped to number six or seven on the list. Yeah. It dropped to number two. Um, it, like, just my recollections of one other movie were better than this rewatch of this movie. That's, that's yeah. what it was. But, um, when it comes down to it, when I first watched this movie, I did not like it at all. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was very good. Watching a, a a a better version, um, and and actually paying attention, like to the point where I was taking notes on it, um, it's a good movie. I don't think it deserves the hype that it was getting. What do you think about his? Do you think his performance is a um, Academy Award worthy performance? Now, did he win? Yes. Worthy, yes. Winning. But again, I don't know what... Okay, here's what he was up against. Yeah, let me know what he was... But then again, I've only seen four of the movies, so... Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio Banderas in a movie called Pain and Glory, which was a Spanish-language film mm-hmm. about a director oh. facing uh, the uh, end of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Driver in Marriage Story. And Jonathan Price in the uh, New Pope. So of those, yes, this is Adam Driver was my number two. I saw maybe half of what is it, Marriage Story? 
Mm-hmm. Um, the movie had problems that were not the actor's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, he does a, a musical number at the end from the movie, the show Company, that I, I don't think really fit in with. I never saw. I didn't see the ending of it, so I didn't even know he did a musical number. Spoilers. Um, from the movie Company, or the show Company. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I can't really speak. Like, do I? It, absolutely, I think he deserves to uh, at least be nominated. Like I said, if I. Um, I'll take your word for it, and that of what he was up against deserves the 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 win. Um, I thought it was a uh, not necessarily a fresh take on the Joker because I feel like Heath Ledger's Joker is kind of the same. Um, is it though? Is this because here's the problem? Here's the the question. Well, is Zach, I'm sure Heath I'm sure we'll end up talking about it eventually. Is this? Is this Heath Ledger's Joker uh, uh, 10, 15 years down the line? Is this... Because in this movie, how old do you think um, uh, uh, Arthur's supposed to be? Um, Mid-30s? I would say, say, yeah, probably a little bit older than us. Probably like mid-30s, maybe late 30s. All right, and in this movie, so within this universe... uh, Bruce Wayne is 10, 11, 12. Yeah. So we're talking a 20-year difference. So by the time Batman is of age, we're looking at like a 50-something-year-old Joker. Yeah. Um, is Heath Ledger, age aside, because the, the age doesn't match yeah. up, is Heath Ledger what this Joker would have become in 20 or 30 years? Maybe, like, like I said, because some... Heath Ledger's Joker, he says, you know, he's he's an agent of chaos. Um, I think, and I think, um, and I I think Joaquin Phoenix's Joker touches on that, talking about like all the craziness that's going on in society and in the world. Um, I think oh, oh, the um, all of that. Um, all like see, living through all of that uh, craziness that's going on in the world would would lead one to believe that all the world really is is chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can I can buy that maybe that maybe Joaquin Phoenix's Joker becomes uh, becomes a uh, um, you know becomes a, a a Heath Ledger Joker. Like uh, Michael Caine says, like some men just want to watch the world burn. I think he, I think I think Joaquin Phoenix's Joker eventually gets to that point where he's not really acting, like because in so far he's been acting out of passion almost. Like he's you know he's being mm-hmm. attacked on the subway, so he he kills those guys. Yeah, he's, I mean, so he's far kind he hasn't of, done he's anything treated like shit by not yeah. connected to it. He's treated like shit by the guy that he works with, so he kills that guy. He's treated like shit by his mother. He finds out that he was treated like shit by his mother, so he kills his mother. But he was treated like shit uh, by Murray and ends up killing him. Um, so, yeah, everything is kind of localized um, to him, but I think eventually... But, like, at the end scene, when he's on, like, kind of, like, brings him within the community. Yeah. 
absolutely. So yeah, I I think I think you know, give it a give it a few years. Give it give it Batman Bruce Wayne coming of age. Um mm-hmm. I I think that uh Joaquin Phoenix's Joker could become the um the 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 Heath Ledger Joker who's just acting not strictly for selfish reasons but just to stir the pot of society. All right, I'm on board with that. Um what else besides this movie, Zach, have you been on board with? Are you asking me what yes. I'm watching? Oh. Well, uh, hold on. I wanted to get into one oh, thing. Good. Uh, so last week I started uh, where does this rank? Oh, where oh does, yeah, I forgot about uh, Joaquin Phoenix rank um, in your uh, Joker rankings? Above or below Jack above. Nicholson? Above. Uh, I agree. Definitely above. Um, Jack Great. Nicholson's Joker, in, like we said last week, it's like this was the 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 1989 Batman was the dark gritty Batman uh, opposed to like the. You sent me West. those those GIF files earlier, yeah, and it made me realize like what a silly, like Adam sent me uh, uh, GIF GIF files GIF. of the the basically the Prince music video. Where they go into the art museum and start defacing things, and I thought I was like, "What a silly, um, what a silly movie that mm-hmm. was." <laughs> it was um, it was a weird one. But yeah, Rocky uh, uh, Fink's ranks of out of two, number one on my Joker yeah, scale. I would I would give him I would definitely put him, uh, I would definitely put him above Jack Nicholson. I would. And that's even without having a floppy artist hat. Yeah, where was the floppy artist hat, guys? He does would. You, does you know your Joker? History? He would be. He would be number one out of every single Joker that's ever been. Uh, you know, we're we're talking Mark Hamill in the animated series. We're talking everything. If Joaquin Phoenix had a floppy artist hat. Um. Hey, hey Adam, what are you oh. watching? What am I watching? I, I flipped the script on um, you. I've been watching a sh- uh, I watched a movie that has been recommended to me numerous times by somebody that I work with um, called Shot Caller. Uh, okay. It's currently on Netflix. Um, it is uh, what's the name of the actor who plays Jamie Lannister? It's Nikolai Walter Matthau. Look, Walt, Walt, yeah. something Nick, like that. It's definitely it's definitely it's, Walter Ni- it's Nikolai Walter Matthau. Um, <laughs> Waldo, I don't. It's Nikolai Walter yeah. Matthau. Yeah, yeah, you know who he is. Um, the actor who plays Jamie Lannister. He, um, basically, the story of the the movie is he is a he's like a white collar. He's like I think he's I think he's just like he's I don't know. He's in he's in like he's in like a white collar position. Like he's like a like a stockbroker type job. Um, and he uh, gets sent to jail on a vehicular manslaughter charge because he is uh, him and his wife are out with a couple friend of theirs. The guy in the couple actually is Schmidt from uh, new girl. Um, spoiler alert. They go out on a date. They, you know, the couples enjoy a couple bottles of wine and while, you know, driving intoxicated home, he don't do he that. Gets, Nikolai Walter Matthau's car gets T-boned and Schmidt ends up dying. 
Um, <laughs> it hit me different yeah. that time. Than- so he gets sent to jail on a uh, like a vehicular manslaughter charge, and um, through the course of his jail time, becomes a high, basically a, a heavy hitter with the Aryan Brotherhood. Um, as, as you, you do. do. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely, definitely. Um, it was it was well recommended by uh, by Mike who recommended it. Um, definitely, I think it would be it would definitely be worth a watch. Um, and aside from that, I've been watching The Grinch a fucking lot. <laughs> but but uh, what have you been watching, Zach? Oh well, also before uh, I, before I let you go, um, I forgot. Yesterday I was sitting at home and I wa- had watched The Joker, and then right after mm-hmm. I watched The Joker, I went, "Oh fuck, it's Friday." Mandalorian episode three, season two. So you know, shot caller, the Grinch, and Mandalorian. What have you been watching, Zach? Uh, a couple of TV shows. Uh, I I, st- I got to the Mandalorian. I watched the first two episodes on Thursday, and then Friday morning watched the third. Uh, more so with this season so far. Um, I wish it was one of those every episode's available things. I feel like I'm more into the storyline so far this season that I want to keep, keep it, it going. Um, keep it going. Um, and, uh, digging it so far. Uh, confused as to why wrestler Sasha Banks was in the third episode. And she's trying to, you know, she's trying to take that path of the rock and John Cena. She's trying to get yeah. out of the, get out of the wrestling game and uh, uh, get into the acting game. Uh, overall, I like I, I really liked uh, the Mandalorian so far. Um, but other than that, I've been watching. Um, we watched the first uh, me and my wife on Hulu, a teacher. Oh, with, uh, yeah, Kate Mara. I fucking saw a trailer for that. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think um, for Kate Mara. So I kind of want to watch that. It's. Um, is it is it a movie? Is it a movie two, or a series? How many series. episodes? Ten, as far okay. as I could tell. But they're half oh, okay. hour, which I, which makes it more yeah. watchable. If this was an hour drama, I don't know if I would have even watched past episode one. The fact that it's a half hour you, when I, I when I first started watching, like when I first started binge watching, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I was like, I literally like I put on the first episode. And then, like twenty minutes later, I had watched the first like four seasons. Like it's mm-hmm. it's super quick. Um, um, this one it's strange because, and here's here's why. If it was a full hour, I don't think I'd. It feels like an hour mm-hmm. drama, but it's a half hour twenty like a twenty something minute yeah. runtime. So if it was an actual hour, I don't think it would, it would drag. It would it would drag that's, a lot. Like there would be a lot. That's of my. Um, I was telling. I was talking to Alex that I work with, um, friend of the, friend show, of the show, um, about Prison Break and going from watching like the HBO shows and AMC and stuff like that, where it's like you know HBO shows are like ten, and Netflix like they're like ten anywhere between like eight to like thirteen episodes a season. And then you go to watching. I was watching Prison Break. Uh, that's like a. It's like a network show. It's fucking twenty three episodes a season. Like it's 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 a lot. Mm. 
Um, and there's a lot of stuff that could be cut out. Like that was a big, um, like a big critique that we've always had with Walking Dead as well, is that there's, you know, whatever what season was it where like everything's like moving along, moving along, moving along, and then there's an episode about how Morgan learned how to make cheese from fucking the right. guy from the Drew Carey show. Like it's it's just <laughs> shit that you know that guy just came up. Uh, what were we watching? Uh, fuck. Uh, me and my wife were watching something like two days ago and he was in yeah. it and she's like where do I know that guy from and it ended up being uh, the founder have you seen the founder the McDonald's oh, the, the McDonald's movie the with yes. uh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton. and uh, Nick Offerman yes he plays the other McDonald's oh, brother to um I, I like if I'm outside of Drew Carey show, but that's the thing. Like the first thing I think of when I think of this guy, I think of the yeah. Drew Carey show. But if I'm going outside of um, Drew Carey show, the first thing I think of so is Zodiac. Um, I forget what we were watching. He was in, and Peck was like, "Why do I know that?" Guy? Is it American Horror Story? Anyway, no, because then I said, "Oh, he's also in that season of American Horror Story yeah. that we watched." Because I've only ever watched one. You said you, you watched the 80s season, right? He's in a couple yeah. of them, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, what was my point? No idea. Uh, anyway. Um, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, you got anything else before I go into the wrap-up? Um, uh, just, just the, uh, just the, the just regular the Twitter stuff and what we're watching next week. Oh. Uh, if you are uh, listening to this and you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at, at Summer Movie Clue, C L U, the number one. We'd love to hear from you. We've been stagnant at 10 followers. No, nine followers. Because uh, we follow everyone that, that follows us and then Gritty. Gritty. So we have one more uh, followings than yeah. followers. One of these, uh, one of these days, Gritty will follow us back. Please follow us. Uh, let us know uh, suggestions of movies you want to you want to hear about. Suggestions about things that you um, want to talk about. I said, like, movie we're I think we said before, like week, we always give you guys a, a heads up of what we're going to watch, yeah. watch next week. So, um, if you want to hear anything, uh, and also please, please tell us where you heard us, uh, how you came uh, came upon uh, two two brothers drinking, talking. <laughs> I what, what I always movie. like my favorite thing is when we put out an episode and then like in between the the release of the one episode and the recording of the next episode we get a new country listening to us like yeah, why is that please. country at like, the very it least, was funny because you are going to follow us send, send, uh, tweet us or something just don't if you if you're like being very uh you know uh you know, uh, uh, very. Uh, what's the secretive? word I'm thinking of? No, not secretive. Uh, we like where you're. Uh, you have a collection of something, and you're being very selective. I guess selective. You're being very selective about who you follow on Twitter, so you don't want to just follow every podcast you listen to. That's fine. Send me, send me a tweet, just at me yeah. or something. Yeah. I'll get it. Tell me, tell me, like, hey, at Summer Movie Club, I hated your show, but I found it this way. Yeah, that's fine. Just so we know, because like, I thought it was kind of interesting. Because yeah. in between V for Vendetta and uh, Batman, I feel like we picked up the United Kingdom as a listener, which kind of made sense because that's where, like, 
V for Vendetta took place in England. So yeah, I, were I you just googling November? Just, remember, remember the, every the November, movie that's ever taken also... place in England ever, and fucking V for Vendetta came up, and somehow we came up in that discussion. So let us know. Uh, if not, that's fine. I mean, we've been. It's not like we're gonna stop doing them because we only got nine. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're anyway, at this point. Uh, this is episode twenty-eight, so we're uh, we're definitely gonna keep doing it regardless of who the hell is following us. We're doing it just for John Hannigan at this point. Uh, yeah, really. Like, like literally, the entire point of this podcast is we spend hours recording it. John Hannigan has a point to make through a Twitter response. At and this then, point, we're just texting uh, him on a daily basis saying, hey, man, what do you yeah. want to hear next week? We might as well just record this in the, um, like, Apple uh, notes or what were the Apple um, voice mm-hmm. memos and then just text it to yeah. John Hannigan. And then he can just text us back <laughs> about it. And then yeah. we'll just call it a day. But uh, next week, oh, my God. So Amelia, we, stop being... Baby. A prima donna. So we, did, we, we, we uh, next week we, uh, we discussed uh, earlier uh, that we so we covered the first bat the first Joker with Batman. We covered the most recent Joker with Joker. Then we're going to cover the worst bat the worst Joker, and then the best Joker. So Zach, what is the worst Joker? So no Joker member will uh, continue next week with Suicide Squad, where we. We it's, it's really be... aren't going to have a lot to really talk about, uh, Jared. Yeah, he's Leto's. only in like one scene. It's it's we're we're playing fast and loose with what is a like it's not a Joker movie. It's just we're we're covering all of Joker's uh, big screen um, big screen representations, and this just so happens to be one of them. So next week we'll be talking about. Jerlo sending used condoms to castmates or dead pigeons or whatever the fuck he did. Um, and then uh, a, a mess you, of a um, movie. I say you've seen it, right? Okay. You, yeah. I, no, no, you I have. I do, but but okay. you like like Zach hasn't seen a lot of the MC the Marvel the Marvel universe. So, so I just assume like I he identified... would see that he would he would. See, if I'm going to see any of the movies, I would see the DC movies because I like the DC. Like, I'm a Batman yeah. guy. Like, if, if I had to pick, if, if someone asked me what my favorite superhero would Batman. be, I would say Batman. I'd say, I, I would assume. Oh, we're going we're gonna to get our, fir- our, our peek at a. Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to get our first Batfleck. Um, I just assumed you would, um, like, you would. Yeah. Our first. I just assumed you would, uh, you would have, like, kind of seen the trailer and everything and. Heard everything surrounded it and gone. Oh no! No, the trailer uh, the, was the, badass. The, no, no, the original trailer was badass. Um, because they redid the, the second trailer sucked. Um, we'll we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it, it, but I just assumed you would have you would have seen. In terms, of I gotta yeah. watch some trailers. You would have heard everything uh, surrounding the movie and gone. No, I'm not watching that piece of shit. Um. So everybody, you know what? I might have watched it probably because I heard all the stuff mm. about it. To be honest with you. Like kind of yeah. like a curiosity thing. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Anyway, uh, join us next week. We're going to watch Suicide Squad. And then we're going to be ramping up to our 30th episode live watch, which is going to be tricky. We're, yeah, we're going to have to figure out some logistics because it's a, it's a longer one. It, it, the movie, we haven't had a live watch that runs the, the, longer the amount of than recording, the yeah. amount of recording we're allowed. 
So we're going to have to coord- figure out some sort of coordinated intermission, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, as always, everybody, thank you for, for listening. Make sure you follow us, Summer Movie Clue, C-O-U-1, on Twitter. Stay safe. Stay healthy, Adam. So I always say be safe, be healthy, and uh, be kind to one another. And uh, we'll see you. And happy Thank you, birthday, man. Adam. It's, uh, it's still, usually we record a little bit later, but it is still technically my birthday. Um, 30 feels just like it has for the past fucking year. So just wait till you wake up. I saw a tweet today that was accurate. Like, it's not, not us yet because uh, I'm 33. Two? Two. You'll be, you'll be I, 33. I, I just think about it. What year was? I'll be 33 at the end of the year. Um, I saw a tweet that said, "Welcome to 40. Your bruises and cuts are permanent." <laughs> well, I've been, I've <laughs> been, I've been thing, talking like... to um, friend of the show Alex about the uh, the Louis C.K. bit, where he's like, uh, "He's like, your ankle is just shitty now." He's like, "Well, you got to stretch." He's like, "Well, how long do I do that for?" He's like, "Oh no, forever. That's just something that you yeah. do now." <laughs> um, but like, I wake up. Every day with back pain, and then forget. Like I have an um, icy hot like roller, yeah, kind of thing. It's not like a patch because I've like like it hurts in my lower back, and I have back hair back there that yeah. the patch won't stick to. So I get well, like a roller ball kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, um, and like it's it's just such a common like every day yeah. you wake up in pain. But like if I was, excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on, one more. Excuse me. If I was like 25, I would wake up in pain and be like, I need to take care of this. But like, it's such a common occurrence now that I wake up and I think I should take care of this. And then it's just, yes. I just forget about it. So I was walking down my steps like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And I was, I, my, my youngest was laying down for a nap and he woke up. So I went upstairs and got him. And I was walking down the steps and I wasn't, I normally, I'm always wearing shoes. My wife always gives me shit because I'm like always wearing shoes. And I wasn't wearing shoes this time. And because barefoot people are, you know, I'm always wearing something on my feet. I'm rarely ever barefoot. I never, I'm never literally the only time I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much the the same way. Um, so I was, I was just wearing socks at this point and I went up and got my, my youngest from his. Wait, just to pause you, if you were pouring a beer and you had like a like a foam head on the beer and your infant daughter reached into that beer and got foam on her fingers and then put them in her mouth. Hypoth- hypothetically. How drunk is she? <laughs> uh, it actually is hypothetical because she I, I wiped her uh, fingers off before she no. still hasn't put her fingers in her mouth. But like if she had put her fingers in her mouth. No, I mean, not bad. Like, she would would get drunk. Not bad. It would be terrible. Like, I wouldn't wouldn't kill her. She'd be alive. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I was, I went up to get my youngest from his nap and I was wearing socks. Coming down the steps, I stepped on the edge of the step and slid down three steps. I don't know if you've ever, like, quasi, I mean, I fell down some steps. Yeah, I know. I know. I, know I feel. I know what you're saying. Down steps while holding one of your children. No, I. That's one of my biggest fears. Like the fact that I haven't fallen over and and yeah, maimed so one of my you, children is. If if you fall down the steps holding one of your children, your main your your body auto, so like if you fall, your body automatically goes into catching yourself mode. 
But if you fall holding one of your mm-hmm. children, your body automatically goes into, I need to protect this child mode. So you, your body mm-hmm. just does not give a shit about itself and just only cares about making sure that this child isn't harmed in this fall. And that's what happened to me. So like a week and a half later, like I, if, I, if I slid down the steps, you know, five years ago when I was 25, I would have been like, all right, cool. But now I slid down the steps, three steps, a week and a like a week and a half, two weeks later, my foot still fucking hurts. <laughs> like I'll be, I'll, I've noticed, like I, like I'll probably when I get up from sitting from recording this podcast, I'll get up and I'll probably limp a little mm. bit because I'll have a pain in the le- my left foot. Getting old. Oh, like the, like uh, the Daniel Day Lewis, like, like the DDL. Yeah. My left foot. I'm going to make people carry me around. You know about that shit? He made people carry him around on set. Yeah. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Daniel Day Lewis is a madman. It's called Method it's Motherfucker. Called method um, <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll see we'll, you next week. We'll see you next we'll, week for uh, a movie that's on par with was, Godzilla was, and The Happening. Our, our first. Oh, the first of many, I hope. Wait, is there? A, it's our first Will Smith. We haven't talked about. One. I feel like I would remember. I feel like there would have been a lot of you know that Will Smith stuff if we we would have ranked nineties Will Smith movies if we had done a Will Smith. Movie. You know, our, so it's make sure our second Will Smith on, movie, our on first your list. of which being uh, Game of Thrones episodes uh, one through three. Of, <laughs> he uh, he produced those. So. Uh, all right, uh, join us next week where we'll rank yeah. our nineties Will Smith movies. Um. Again, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you, everyone. Let us know if you're listening. And see you guys. Have a good one. See you later.